leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. From the era that brought you names like Chamberlain, Russell, and West. The Chamberlain, he's got it. Jerry West made it from the other side of the midcourt strike. To the glory days of Magic and Kareem. And Magic Johnson is out there celebrating. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is on the brink of an NBA all-time record. A time where last-second shots were expected. Here comes Kobe from way outside. Got it! Oh, man! Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! And rings were handed out like candy. Here's Jordan. It's Duncan Dynasty with your host, Garrett Bougay, and it starts right now. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of League Pass Radio on Duncan Dynasty. This is the first League Pass radio of the season. Of course, this is opening night in the NBA season. I'm very excited to be with you. Of course, very excited for basketball to be back. And uh, we had a couple of games last night, but uh, this is the opening night for the majority of the teams in the NBA. And uh, the game I'm going to be covering this evening is the Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Boston Celtics from TD Garden. And uh, a battle of, of two teams that were both really excellent from a record standpoint last season. Uh, Boston making the Eastern Conference Finals and Milwaukee making the Eastern Conference Semifinals. Both teams, of course, losing to the Miami Heat. But uh, this should certainly be a, a really fun game. Uh, game I'm really excited to uh, to bring to you. If you haven't listened to a League Pass radio episode before, uh, of course, I have a broadcasting background. I've done some radio work in the past, so I'm going to be bringing you live radio play-by-play and uh, taking zero commercial breaks. So I'm going to be with you for the entirety of the ball game, and uh, I will be giving my thoughts on uh, not only last night's games, but uh, some thoughts on these teams and, and what I expect from them this season. And uh, I will uh, be updating you as well on uh, the scores and, and updates from uh, from around the league this evening. And uh, I will also be bringing you some more advanced statistics as well as we as we go along here. So hopefully uh, you can sit back and enjoy. I'll be giving you some uh, some visual cues to allow you to hopefully sync up your uh, video with me. The game being broadcast tonight. On TNT. 
the, the big news in the NBA already here is uh, today is that the, the game between the Houston Rockets and the Oklahoma City Thunder has been postponed because uh, the Houston Rockets do not have enough players uh, that you need. You need eight and they do not have eight healthy players to uh, to compete in the game, so that game will not take place this evening. And there's a lot of talk about uh, the, the reasons for that being largely due to James Harden. He was seen in a video. I have not seen the video, but apparently he was seen in a video at a party without a mask. And then uh, several uh, Rockets teammates have, have tested positive, and then with contact tracing, of course, they have... Uh, been forced to uh, send some other players into quarantine, so that game will not happen tonight. And who knows, uh, you know, rocky start for the NBA. Certainly, they didn't want to uh, to have this happen. And uh, Adam Silver in the league fining James Harden fifty thousand dollars for, you know, um, breaking the or, or violating the health and safety protocols. So uh, fifty thousand dollar fine for Harden. And uh, who knows when the, the Rockets are going to restart. But that's the issue with this season already being shortened and, and, you know, a lot of games happening in a short period of time. It's going to get uh, really difficult. Of course, you know, if, if Houston can't play games for the first week, that's two or three games potentially that might have to be rescheduled for a later time. And, and that could require the NBA forcing them to play more back-to-backs or even potentially the the back-to-back-to-back uh, trio of games. That would be hard on any team. Uh, but uh, those are some of the things that uh, could possibly happen this year. And, and yeah, again, not, not a great start. And, uh, of course, the NBA trying to take all of the precautions it can. But given that they are no longer in a bubble, they can only do so much. And yeah, you know, the, the other concern being that uh, if Harden does this and he was caught on camera, how many players are doing similar things, going in public without a mask and, and not being caught on film? <laughs> you know, that's the, that is the, the larger concern here, that the players are going to continue to not follow these protocols. But maybe this, this fine for Harden will will uh, scare away any other players from doing this in the future. We'll have to just wait and see. But let's move past that and, and try to enjoy uh, this game that uh, I'm going to be bringing you here tonight. And uh, uh, despite the fact that uh, that, that Rockets-Thunder game is not happening, we've got the Celtics-Bucks and, and many others. Uh, there's already some games uh, taking place as we speak. The The referees for tonight's Celtics-Bucks affair are Josh Tiven. Nick Buchert and Jason Goldenberg. Both of these teams really struggled in the, the preseason. Milwaukee went 0-3 in preseason play. They lost twice to the Dallas Mavericks. The uh, first one on, on the 12th of this month, 112-102. Then they played uh, the Mavs again two days later on the 14th. They lost that one 128-112. And then their final preseason game on uh, the 18th, they lost to the Pelicans, 127 to 113. Now, uh, of course, you can't uh, 
you can't uh, take too the the preseason too seriously. Of course, uh, you no, know, uh, Giannis didn't even play in their their last game due to a sore back, but he will, uh, I believe, be playing tonight. And uh, Boston also struggled, went 0-2 in preseason play, lost to the Philadelphia 76ers 108-99 on December 15th, and then to the Nets on the 18th, they lost 113-89. Starting lineups for the Bucks: it's in the backcourt, DiVincenzo and Holiday at the forwards, Middleton and Antetokounmpo, and at center, Brooke Lopez. For the Boston Celtics, at the guards, it's Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown. At the forward spots, it's Jason Tatum and Daniel Tyson. At center, it's Tristan Thompson. So interesting here that Brad Stevens is electing to go with the big lineup, two centers essentially here, as uh, Milwaukee, the road team wearing the all-white unis with the green trim, gets us underway. Lopez on the left wing with the basketball finds Giannis on the block. He'll kick it out to Middleton, who gets a screen from Lopez. He fires a three off the back of the rim, no good. Fight for the rebound. It's knocked out of bounds. It'll be Celtics basketball. Boston wearing their all-green home uniforms with the white numbering and trim. Celtics going from left to right in this opening quarter. Brown with the ball on the left wing, guarded by DiVincenzo, drives left of the paint, finds Tristan Thompson, and he puts up a floater with the left hand and gets it to go. So Thompson with his first bucket as a Boston Celtic. And the Celtics lead it 2 to nothing. Here's Giannis to the line, to the lane. Kicks it back out. DiVincenzo left wing into the corner. Lopez, three, nothing but net. Milwaukee takes a 3-2 edge. 11-12 to go in this opening period. Here's Smart, left wing to Brown. Brown gets a staggered screen, now dribbling, now gets a second screen from Thompson, going left, pulls up from the left elbow, and hits. Jalen Brown retakes the lead for the Celtics, 4-3. Here's Holiday up top. Giannis thought about the three, now will isolate against Thompson. Crosses over left to right, and it looks like he's going to be called for a uh, palming violation. Don't see that too often. So Boston will bring it back. Here's Smart running point here. Uh, of course, Kemba out with a uh, knee issue. Here's Tatum, left side. Gets a screen from Thompson. Crosses over, gets into the paint. Kicks it right corner to Tice. Up top to Smart. The pass was deflected. Smart picks it up at half court. Gets a screen from Tice. Drives into the paint. Loses the basketball. Picks it back up. Shoots it in the right corner. Nobody's fouled. Smart got a little bit fortunate there as he had the ball poked away momentarily. And Lopez went diving after the loose ball, but Smart gathered it and took the shot. And Lopez, as he was falling, made contact with Smart. So Marcus will, will go to the line for two. So really interesting, Brad Stevens electing to go with uh, Thompson and Tice together as Smart hits the first. But uh, certainly that's going to be strong defensively, but uh, you got to question... The, the spacing on the offensive end of the floor. Tice has, has stretched out his range, and he's capable of hitting threes, but certainly not a prolific shooter. Here's Giannis with the basketball. Smart knocks down both free throws. Boston up 6-3. to three. Giannis top of the key. Drives, gets into the paint, puts up a finger roll with the right hand right at the rim and gets it to go. Giannis with such long strides, able to just maneuver right to the rim. Here's Smart up top to Tatum, gets a screen from Thompson to the line, to the lane. Bodies up against Lopez, but can't finish the layup. Rebound, DiVincenzo. 
He'll drive it into the front court. Goes right of the lane. Kicks it out. Giannis, right corner, or right wing three, excuse me, rattles in and out. Rebound Jalen Brown. He'll get it to Tatum. Tatum dribbling down the right sideline. Loses it. DiVincenzo finds Middleton, who tries to throw behind the back pass to Giannis. It's picked up by DiVincenzo, and he finally gets it to the Greek freak under the rim. Boston getting their hands on a couple of balls, but finally... Milwaukee able to find their best player right under the basket for an easy slam. Here's Smart, left wing, Brown. He'll fire the three. That one's short. Rebound, Middleton. He'll find a streaking DiVincenzo, and he lays it up and in with a right hand off the glass. Timeout, Boston, as my Milwaukee takes a 9-6 lead with 9.24 to go in this opening quarter. Stevens obviously not happy with the transition defense as that was back-to-back -back buckets for, for Milwaukee. And, uh, you know, with Giannis in general, I think you've, you've got to force them to be a half-court team because he's just too good. If, if you don't uh, generate a wall and have him see bodies, Giannis is just going to destroy you. Welcome to uh, League Pass Radio here on Duncan Dynasty. If uh, if you've never listened to the pod before, I urge you to, to check us out. It's a weekly pod. Air, uh, we air episodes every Wednesday. My co-host is uh, Corbin Ford, a, a fellow sports business classroom alum. The two of us uh, tackle all different subjects and, and talk about uh, the entirety of the league. Last week's episode, we, uh, we did a, a preseason prediction podcast where we, we uh, tried to guess uh, who was going to win all of the individual awards like MVP, a defensive player of the year, uh, the all-NBA teams, the all-defensive teams, the all-rookie teams, and also tried to pick our our uh, 16 playoff teams, of course, eight in each conference. So if you haven't listened to that, check that out. But, uh, yeah, I urge you to uh, subscribe, rate, and review the pod if you get a chance, if you enjoy it. Really appreciate it. The big news around Milwaukee, of course, is Giannis signing the Supermax extension just about a, a week ahead of the start of the season. Five years, $228 million. That is a, a lot of moolah. And uh, Giannis committing to Milwaukee. Uh, the Bucks showing him that uh, they, they were willing to make some uh, some some moves to, to try to upgrade the roster. Of course, the big one being the, the trade to acquire Drew Holiday, sending away three future unprotected first-round picks as well as a couple of pick swaps. And uh, Milwaukee fans have to be breathing a bit of a sigh of relief that uh, uh, seemingly if Giannis is, is there with the team that those unprotected picks are not going to be that valuable. Should be in the 20s if he's still around. He's that good that, uh, you know, if you've got him, he's going to have your team near the top of the standings. But it'll be interesting to see just how much Drew Holiday improves this team. I don't think it's going to be that big of an upgrade during the regular season. I think Bledsoe is a solid regular season player and, and does a lot of the similar things that Holloway, Holiday does. 
Uh, Drew is a slightly better three-point shooter and uh, in the regular season. As we're, we're back from commercial here, Marcus Smart with a basketball on the left wing. Guarded by Holiday, throws it up top to Tatum. Tatum throws it right wing to Smart. Smart drives right back up top to Tatum, gets a screen from Thompson and drills the three. Beautiful action there from the Celtics. And we're tied up at nine. Here's Holiday left wing, hands it off DiVincenzo. He fires away and drills the triple. Dante DiVincenzo with a quick five for the Bucks, And they retake the lead 12-9. Here's Tatum. Screen from Thompson. Tatum going to, to the left. Crosses over. Gets into the paint. Puts it up. No. Fight for the rebound. It's picked up by Middleton. Middleton will kick it ahead to Holiday. Holiday, beautiful Euro step going from right to left. And he lays it up with his left hand off the glass and in. Milwaukee leading it 14-9 now. Eight and a half minutes to go in this opening period. Here's Thompson, hands it off to Smart. Now Smart gets a screen, gets to the right elbow, gets Holiday behind him, kicks it out. Tice, top of the key three. That's good. With, with Thompson and Tice out there together, certainly the uh, German international will have to knock down some threes. Here's DiVincenzo, right side for the Bucks, throws it left side to Lopez. Lopez hands it off to Middleton. Middleton gets a screen, finds Lopez on the short roll. He puts up a floater with the right hand from five feet and gets it to go. Burke Lopez with great touch on the offensive end of the floor. The Bucks lead it 16-12. Here's Tatum up top to Thompson. Thompson looking for a handoff partner. Finds Jalen Brown. Gets into the paint. Lopez is there. Brown can't get it to go, but Tristan Thompson's there with the offensive rebound and the putback with the right hand off the glass. So Tristan Thompson making his mark. He's got a couple of buckets here in the early going. Here's Giannis with the basketball for Milwaukee. Throws it up top to Middleton. His three off the heel. No good. Rebound Tatum. Tatum throws it left wing to Brown. Brown crosses over towards the baseline. Now kicks it back out to Tatum. Tatum near the half court line. Guarded by Holiday. Now awaiting a Thompson screen. He gets it going left. Now we'll step back from 18. And that one rattles in and out. Rebound Middleton. He'll find another streaking buck. And that is Drew Holiday. They have leaked out on Boston triple attempts. On numerous occasions here with great success, Milwaukee leading at 18-14. to 14. Seven minutes ago in this first quarter, Tristan Thompson, beautiful pass inside of the cutting smart. He finds Tice left corner, and he hits another three. Daniel Tice makes it a one-point Milwaukee lead. Here is Middleton. He'll get into the paint, kicks it out to Giannis right side. Dribbling with his left hand will pull up from three. That one's off the side of the rim, no good. Rebound Jalen Brown. Brown into the front court. Up top, Tice. He'll fire away again. That one's short. And here is a ball deflected to DiVincenzo. He's at the top of the key now. He'll fire and drill it. Dante DiVincenzo with a couple of triples. And the Bucks lead at 21-17 now as we're approaching the halfway point of this opening quarter. Here's Tatum right wing. Tatum. Guarded by Middleton, and Middleton a little too aggressive there, trying to get around the screen from Thompson and bodied up Tatum and has called for the foul. One thing uh, you've got to be pleased as far as this uh, Thompson-Tice duo is that Tice is, uh, recognizes that as the four-man offensively, he's got to be, you know, he, he can't be shy taking those three-point opportunities. He's already attempted three and knocked down two. As Jeff Teague into the ballgame, as well as Grant Williams for the Celtics. Here's a curl action. Jalen Brown gets into the paint, puts up a floater with the right hand from 13, and drills it. 
21-19, Milwaukee's lead down to two. Here's Giannis on the right wing, hounded by Brown. He'll hand it off to Holiday. Holiday now switched on to by Brown. He'll drive left to the line, to the lane, throws the lob up to Giannis, and he is pushed on the catch. It looks like Marcus Smart is going to be called for the foul. Bobby Portis into the game for Milwaukee. Portis certainly a very talented offensive piece. Here's Holiday with a basketball at the top. Throws it right wing to Portis. Portis dribbling his right hand. Now will back down against Jalen Brown. Will fade away along the baseline. Put up a deep jump hook. That one's no. That one's short. Rebound Grant Williams. He hands it to Brown. Brown driving into the paint. Euro steps. Now finds Tice left corner. Tice will dribble it to the wing. Hands it off to Smart. Smart gets a screen from Tice. Pulls up from the left wing for three. No good. Tice with a tip out, but it's caught by Holiday. Holiday will push it for Milwaukee. Throws it left wing Pat Connaughton, who fakes the three, drives in. A beautiful tap from behind by Grant Williams. Jalen Brown with a three on two for Boston. Finds Jeff Teague on the right wing, and he hits the three. Beautiful defensive play by Grant Williams, forcing the turnover and leading to the open opportunity in transition as Coach Budenholzer for Milwaukee will call time as Boston with a 22-21 lead as they've trailed for most of the game. But that three from Teague gives them their first lead since it was, I believe, 2 to nothing. One of the interesting uh, aspects of the Celtics offseason was they, uh, they let Brad Wanamaker go and, and brought in Jeff Teague as a replacement. And so, you know, it was really a, a question mark of is, is Jeff Teague and Tristan Thompson a, an upgrade over the likes of, of Wanamaker and Cantor who, who left? And, uh, you know, I think you got to question it a little bit. The one thing I was really pleased with with Cantor's fit on this team is, you know, you've got, you've got Daniel Tice, who's the really good defensive center. You've got Grant Williams, who is the, the center that can switch everything. You've got Robert Williams, the center that can, you know, is, is just this terrific athlete, shot blocker, uh, lob finisher. And then Cantor was the offensive center. Whereas with Cantor gone now, Tristan Thompson, yes, he brings them a little bit more toughness. I think they were disappointed in their inability to defend Bam Adebayo in the Eastern Conference Finals, and they think Thompson maybe can do a bit better job against the the really difficult centers. Um, but they don't have that offensive option now, so they don't have as much versatility, I don't think, at, at the center position. Uh, and then also, you know, I don't think Teague is going to hold up as well as a, as a defensive player at the highest level in the same way that, that Wanamaker did. Wanamaker is strong and has decent size as a guard, can defend multiple positions, whereas Teague is is really a, a one-position defender. He can he can defend point guards, and even, even that position he doesn't defend particularly well. Um, so, so that change, I don't know how much that, that helps Boston, if at all, and then also you have to factor in that that Gordon Hayward is now gone, and they really didn't replace him at all. 
the only the only real replacement there maybe being the 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 rookie the draft pick Aaron Nesmith but who knows how much he's going to play if at all this this season for a a team that uh is a contender and doesn't have a lot of time to uh you know spend allowing a, a rookie to to make a bunch of mistakes and and cost them some wins So yeah, you know, looking at the Celtics, they were the the fourth ranked offense last year and the fourth ranked defense. I think they got a chance to be even better defensively, as I mentioned. You know, they're they're not going to play Cantor; they're playing Thompson instead, who who certainly is better defensively. Um, you know, they're going to play Grant Williams, who I think is a good defender. Uh, I think they're going to be really solid on the defensive end, although their transition defense has been horrid to start this game. Coming out of the timeout, we've got Milwaukee with the basketball. The ball is inbounded, swung to D.J. Wilson in the left corner. His three is long, rebound Brown. Brown gets it to T. T gets a screen from Robert Williams, gets into the paint. Beautiful shield of Connaughton, now kicks it out. Left wing Brown, that's an air ball. Robert Williams picks up the offensive rebound, eight on the shot clock. T with the ball on the left wing now. Gets a screen from Williams to the line, to the lane. Scoop shot with the right hand, off the rim, no good. Rebound Middleton. Middleton over the timeline. Gets into the paint, puts up the shot with the left hand, gets the roll, plus the foul. Chris Middleton, an incredibly long wingspan, able to just reach around the contesting Williams there. That's the one thing about Grant Williams I I just mentioned. I think he is a very, very sound defensive player, but he is uh, a little foul prone. He, he tends to get a little over-physical at times as Middleton converts the three-point play. Milwaukee 24, Boston 22, 4-23 to go in this opening quarter. Teague over the timeline into the front court, dribbling at the top of the key, guarded by Connaughton, gets a screen from Brown. Teague drives into the paint, kicks it right corner, smart three. That one's an air ball. Rebound, Portis. Portis will find Middleton, and the Bucks will push. Middleton to the top of the key. Thought about the three, now finds Portis. Hand off to Wilson, up top to Connaughton. Connaughton gets a screen, fires away, and gets the friendly roll. Pat Connaughton extends the Bucks' lead to five. 3.53 to go in this first quarter. Teague with the ball, up top to Brown. Brown gets a screen from Williams, pulls up from the free throw line. That one's well short. Rebound, Middleton. Middleton into the front court, gets a screen from Portis. Now switched on to by Grant Williams into the right corner. Sidestep to his right for three. That one rattles in and out. Rebound, Robert Williams hands it to Teague. Teague will push it to the left wing. Guarded by D.J. Wilson in the cross match. Teague finds Grant Williams, left corner. Beautiful shot fake. Now kicks it out, Teague. He'll fire the three from the top and drill it. Jeff Teague makes it a two-point lead for Milwaukee. 3-16 to go in the first. D.J. Wilson, right wing, Onto the block to Middleton. Beautiful pass fake after Middleton got doubled. And then both Celtics defenders left Middleton. And he was able to just put up a little right-hand push shot along the baseline for the bucket. Three minutes to go in the first period. 29-25, Milwaukee leads by four. Here's Robert Williams up top to Teague. Gets a screen. Teague left of the lane up top to Smart. Smart right back to Teague. Guarded by Holiday. Eight on the shot clock. Now getting a screen from Grant Williams, or excuse me, Robert Williams. He crosses over into the paint, puts up a push shot over Wilson. No good. Rebound, Portis. Portis finds Middleton. Middleton to the right wing, up top to Connaughton. He thought about the three, now throws it in the left corner to Portis. Portis, shot fake, drives right into the paint, puts it up. No. 
gets his own rebound and puts it back up and in. He kind of discarded Grant Williams on the initial shot and uh, was really all by himself for the putback. Milwaukee 31, Boston 25 now. Smart with the basketball, dribbling over to the right wing, onto the block to Tata, or excuse me, to Brown. Brown facing up on the baseline, guarded by Middleton. Now spins baseline, finds Grant Williams in the left corner. That's an air ball. Robert Williams gets the offensive rebound, finds Jalen Brown with two on the shot clock, and he fires up an air ball. Had to throw that one up as the shot clock was expiring. So that'll be a turnover. Milwaukee gets it back, leading 31-25 with 2.02 to go in this first quarter. Looks like Jalen Brown will now take a seat on the Celtics bench. Connaughton gets it into Holiday for the Bucks. It's Holiday, Connaughton, Portis, Wilson, and uh, Forbes for Milwaukee. As Holiday fires a three, that one's no good. Wilson got his fingertips on it, but it ends up falling to the hands of Tatum. Tatum dribbles it up, gets a screen from Robert Williams, fires a three from the right wing, no good. DJ Wilson tips it to Portis, who gets it to Connaughton. Connaughton dribbles to the left wing, back up top to Portis. Portis hands it off to Connaughton, guarded by Robert Williams, and he fires a three right in his face and knocks it down. So Connaughton with a couple of triples in the early going, and Milwaukee leads it 34-25. Here's T with a basketball, guarded by Holiday, throws it right wing to Tatum. Tatum drives right and gets fouled. It's going to be a hold on Connaughton. So Milwaukee extending their lead to nine, but uh, something, you know, to look out for with Milwaukee in in the games where you get three-point contributions from the likes of, of Connaughton and DiVincenzo, they both have two triples so far. Uh, those are going to be the games where Milwaukee's offense is going to look really, really good. Here's Tatum, throws it left wing. Grant Williams, he fires a three and hits it. So Williams makes it, cuts the lead to six with a minute to go in this first period. As the ball is thrown into Giannis on the right block, he tries to spin baseline but loses it. Grant Williams with some stout defense there. As Jeff Teague dribbling it into the front court for Boston. 45 on the game clock. Teague gets a screen from Tatum. Now back to Tatum on the pick and pop. His three is good. So back-to-back -back triples for the Celtics. Cuts the Bucks lead to one. Sam Merrill is in the game for Milwaukee. And he'll set a screen for Giannis here, dribbling over on the right wing. Now crosses over, gets into the paint. Beautiful pass out to Bryn Forbes, right corner three. That rattles out. Fight for the rebound again. Wilson got his hands on the ball, but not able to collect it. And it's picked up by Tatum. And he'll jog it into the front court, and the Celtics will take the final shot of this opening period. Tatum will get a screen from Pritchard. He'll drive left of the lane, puts up a floater. No, rebound Wilson. There's four on the game clock. He tries to find Forbes. Ball intercepted by Teague, who gets it to Williams, who fires a three at the buzzer from the right wing. It's off the mark. So at the end of one, the Milwaukee Bucks, 34. And the Boston Celtics... 31. If, uh, if you have any questions for me uh, that you want me to, to, uh, to talk about on this, 
you know, during this game, uh, feel free to send me questions uh, at Garrett Bougay on Twitter. That's G-A-R-R-E-T-T-B-U-G-A-Y. We'll take a look at uh, some scores from around the association. With two seconds to go in the first half, the Philadelphia 76ers lead it over the Washington Wizards 58-57. to The Magic lead the Miami Heat 57-53 with 21 seconds to go in the opening half. The Cleveland Cavaliers are pouring it on the Charlotte Hornets. Cleveland with a 65-point explosion in the opening half. They're leading it 65-44, which is six seconds to go in the uh, second quarter. The New York Knicks have a two-point edge over the Indiana Pacers. Actually, it's now a three-point edge, 53-50, to with 3.49 to go in the first half. The Pelicans and the Raptors are in a close affair, with Toronto leading it 21-19, and that is with 1.58 to go in the opening period. Of course, last night... We had a, a couple of uh, intriguing games. We got to see Kevin Durant for the first time in uh, about 18 months on a basketball court as uh, the Brooklyn Nets annihilated the Golden State Warriors 125-99. to And then the showdown of L.A., the Los Angeles Clippers took round one, 116-109. to Of course, that was the same last year as well, and... While the Clippers won the battle, the, the Lakers uh, eventually won the war with the 2019-20 NBA title. But I've got some thoughts on uh, on those couple of games that uh, I'll, I'll mention uh, probably at halftime. We'll take a look at the uh, the first quarter stats here. So Milwaukee in that opening quarter shot 58.3% from the field, 14 of 24, including 5 of 13 from downtown for 38.5%. Had five turnovers as we're uh, we're back from commercial break. We're at the start of the second quarter here. We're look, taking a look at Drew Holiday. And if you're trying to sync up with me, I'll try to give you some, some visual clues throughout the night. So we're now, uh, now looking at Coach Bud answering some questions. Of course, uh, coaches, uh, new NBA rule, the coaches do not have to wear suits anymore so they can wear a little bit more comfortable attire. I think that's a good change. Hopefully they'll stick with that. I see no reason why uh, why coaches in a in a hot gymnasium, have to, a hot arena, have to wear a suit. So the Celtics with the basketball to start the second quarter going from left to right. Here's Pritchard with the basketball left wing to Williams. He'll drive left, tries to throw it cross court to Teague, but DiVincenzo read it and picked it off. He'll find Giannis streaking down the paint. Euro steps and puts up the shot off the glass and in as uh, he ended up just kind of hanging three feet in front of the rim and uh, was able to, to put it in. Giannis just so difficult to stop when he gets ahead of steam. So Peyton Pritchard getting some early run for the uh, the Boston Celtics. Their draft pick this season, or one of their draft picks, I should say. 
as a Giannis knocks down the free throw. Milwaukee 37, Boston 31, 11.35 to go in this second period. Here's Teague with the basketball. It's a screen from Tatum. Drives into the paint, puts it off the backboard air ball, but he gets his own miss and puts it back up and in. So Teague now with eight points in the early going. Giannis throws it right wing. DiVincenzo three, and he drills it. He's looked very confident with the jumper in the early going. That's a great sign if you're a Bucks fan. Already a three for three from downtown, four for four from the field for, uh, for Dante DiVincenzo. Here's Tatum with the basketball. Beautiful snake dribble as his layup contested by Lopez at the rim. It's picked up by Giannis. Giannis will push it. Gets all the way to the paint as the ball poked away. And it's stolen by Teague. Four on four. Back in transition. Teague, a beautiful behind-the-back dribble. Now finds Pritchard left wing. Onto the block to Williams. Beautiful spin baseline. But Giannis is there for the incredible block shot. It's picked up by Forbes who finds DiVincenzo at the logo. He'll get it to Giannis, who's now back into the front court. What an incredible play from the Greek freak. Giannis into the right corner. That's Forbes for three. That one's no good. Lopez gets his hands on it, tips it into the corner, picked up by Tatum. Tatum will jog it into the front court. Now waiting a screen, a double screen at the top. Now finds Teague popping. He'll get into the paint. A beautiful dish off to Robert Williams under the rim. It looked like there was some contact as well, but Williams able to get the layup to go. No foul call, though. And the Celtics cut into the Bucks' lead. Now it's a five-point game. Here's DiVincenzo, left wing to Forbes, looking onto the block to Giannis. Giannis backing down against Williams. He'll turn over the left shoulder, puts up a right-hand jump hook. No, gets his own rebound and slams it home with the right hand on the left side of the rim. We've seen a few of those plays where uh, offensive players threw up a, a shot, not able to convert, but were the first to react and, and get the uh, offensive rebound and, and then had an uncontested shot. Here's Teague up top to Williams. Beautiful shot fake. Throws the lob to Robert Williams, and they're going to call that uh, a foul before the shot. Celtics don't like the call. But beautiful play from uh, Grant Williams. He... He got Giannis off the ground on the shot fake at the top of the key, took a dribble in, and then threw the lob to, to uh, Robert Williams. And the challenge here is if the foul comes prior to the, uh, the touch, which uh, uh, it looks like it did, DiVincenzo pushed Williams from behind prior to the tip-in of the lob. It, uh, it is just an on-the-floor foul. Thompson back in for Robert Williams now. Here's Tatum. Right lane, throws it left corner to Williams. Left wing to Teague. He'll drive right, gets into the paint, puts up the floater with the right hand up and in. Got that one off over D.J. Wilson. And now Milwaukee leads it 42-37. Here's Pritchard diving on the floor, getting a steal for the Celtics. Here's Jeff Teague now, gets a screen from Grant Williams. Gets to the free throw line. Back to Williams. He'll fire a straightaway three. That one rattles in and out. Rebound to Wilson. He'll get it to DiVincenzo. DiVincenzo down the left sideline to the left wing. Hands it off to Lopez. Lopez will fire the deep three over Thompson. Not a good shot there from Lopez. That's an air ball. Rebound by Teague. Teague finds Pritchard left wing. Got away with the travel. Now crosses over towards the baseline. Kicks it up. Grant Williams. Thought about the three. Now will shot fake drive in. And he is tripped by DJ Wilson, who's called for the foul.
8.28 left in this second period. Yeah, Lopez occasionally uh, gets carried away with his shot selection, especially for a guy that shot just 32% last year from three. Here's Tatum with the basketball at the free throw line, kicks it left wing. Grant Williams, that one's well off the mark. Fight for the rebound picked up by Middleton. Middleton throws it right wing to DiVincenzo. Beautiful hesitation move. Gets past Grant Williams and lays it up and in with the left hand on the right side. Beautiful play from DiVincenzo. He's looked great. Here's Grant Williams, top of the key, left corner Pritchard. Pritchard gets a screen from Williams. Gets to the left elbow, pull-up jumper. That one's long. Rebound Middleton. Middleton, a solid rebounder for his position. Dribbles to the left wing. Now we'll back down on the smaller Pritchard. Beautiful turn over the left shoulder. Gets into the paint and scoops it up and in with the right hand. And Milwaukee's lead extended to 9, 46-37. Timeout Boston with 7.49 to go in the second quarter. Prior to that uh, last run of play, I was I was getting into the statistics. I'll, I'll get back to them here. Milwaukee now updated at 19 of 32 from the field, 58.1%, shooting the lights out, especially uh, getting some easy looks in transition. 6 of 16 from 3, 2 of 2 from the charity stripe. They've got 6 turnovers. They are uh, leading the rebounding battle over the Celtics, 19 to 14. Also out uh, passing them, the, the Bucks have 12 assists to Boston's 10. The Celtics shooting just 14 of 36 from the field, which is 40%. 7 of 17 from downtown, though, 41.2%. They are 2 for 2 from the line. From an individual perspective, it's Jeff Teague leading the way for the Celtics. He's looked good commanding the second unit. In just 10 minutes, he's 4 of 7 from the field for 10 points, including a couple of triples. He's got two assists, two rebounds, and uh, a couple of steals as well. Daniel Tice with six points on two of three from downtown. Jason Tatum, he's got six, but on just two of eight shooting thus far. For Milwaukee, it's DiVincenzo leading the way with 13 points. He's perfect. Five of five from the field, three of three from downtown. Two rebounds, two assists, two steals for, for the third-year guard. Giannis with nine points and a couple of rebounds, as well as that spectacular block that he had uh, just a few minutes ago. He's four of seven from the field, 0 of two from downtown. He's also got three turnovers. Middleton has seven points, eight rebounds, and six assists. Middleton is, uh, you know, trying to get a triple-double in the first half. He's three of six from the field, 0 of three from downtown. Middleton was a guy that I, I projected to uh, in that uh, preseason prediction pot I did with Corbin Ford. Uh, Middleton was a guy I projected to, to make a third-team All-NBA this season. I know uh, 11 minutes is a small sample, but certainly off to a good start. So the, the other the, the the big thing with Boston, I think, this season is just going to be how much internal development do they get from their young talent. Of course, they're uh, 
you know, a lot of their best players and, and Tatum and Brown are still very young. You would expect them to 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 uh, to improve. Uh, Marcus Smart is still in his mid twenties. Uh, they've they've had it, all these draft picks. As we're back from commercial break, we're seeing a jolly Saint Chuck, jolly old Saint Chuck advertisement here, as a Pritchard with a basketball for for the Celtics. I'll get back to to uh, my talk on on the Boston's young core here in a minute as the ball poked away from Marcus Smart. Milwaukee leading at 46-37, 7.38 to go in the second quarter. It's Smart, Brown, Thompson, Pritchard, and Ojale for the Celtics. For Milwaukee, it's Lopez, Wilson, Middleton, Holiday, and DiVincenzo. Here's Brown driving right of the lane. He puts up a layup, and it's blocked by Wilson. Beautiful rejection. And back comes Milwaukee with Middleton. He'll get a screen from Lopez, driving right, gets right of the lane, puts up a shot off the glass, that one's short, rebound Thompson. He'll find a streaking Jalen Brown, has the ball poked away, picks it back up, finds Ojale left corner, back to Brown, left wing, three, short. You could tell that was short when it left, its, left his hand as a Middleton unable to corral the rebound, though, so it'll be Celtics basketball. Beautiful block there from Wilson coming over and uh, blocking it with his left hand. So Boston will inbound it, 14 on the shot clock. As Brown will get it into Smart on the left elbow, guarded by Holiday. He loses it. Holiday's suffocating defense. Middleton finds a streaking DiVincenzo and a beautiful rejection from behind by Jalen Brown. Here's Ojale, four on three for Boston. Ojale with the Euro step around Lopez, uh, going from left to right. And able to draw the bump and get the layup to go. What a crazy sequence. It looked like DiVincenzo had a transition bucket, but a beautiful play from Brown with a chase down. And that leads to Ojale with uh, something you don't see too often from him, a, uh, a sophisticated move there with the Eurostep. Typically, Ojale just standing in the corners. Not typically, you know, you could probably do... Uh, an over-under of uh, Ojale in terms of five to ten dribbles, <laughs> and uh, you might get the under on most nights. Here's uh, Holiday with the basketball, drives left of the paint, gets around Jalen Brown, and finishes with the left hand. Drew Holiday with an impressive performance so far on both ends for Milwaukee, looking pretty good in a Bucks uniform. Here's Brown with the basketball, hands it off to Smart. Smart gets to the line, to the lane, kicks it right corner Ojale. Thought about the three. We've got a foul off the ball. So with the Celtics, you know, no, no Hayward, no Wanamaker anymore. And, of course, uh, Romeo Lankford uh, out with an injury at the moment. They're having to rely on, on the likes of, uh, of Peyton Pritchard here as Thompson dribbles into the paint, puts up a right-hand jump hook. That's no good. Rebound Middleton. Middleton into the front court, up top to DiVincenzo. Fakes the three. Pritchard gets his hands on the basketball, and DiVincenzo saves it, though, to Middleton. Now Middleton on the right wing, switched on to by Ojale. Ten on the shot clock. Middleton right over left, crossover, pulls up from 20. No good. Rebound Thompson. Thompson hands it to Jalen Brown. Brown to the line, to the lane, kicks it out to Pritchard. A deep three from the left side, and he drills it. Confident-looking stroke there from the rookie. And he cuts the Milwaukee lead to six, 5.42 to go 
in this first half. Here's Holiday with the basketball. Gets a screen from Lopez. Right of the lane. Step back 15-footer. Off the front of the rim, no good. Rebound, Ojale. He'll push it for the Celtics. He kicks it to Smart. Into the right corner. Pritchard fakes the three. Sidestep to the left. Puts it up. That one's off the front of the iron. No good. Ojale gets the rebound. A beautiful pass inside to Thompson. Thompson puts it up with the left hand and gets it a go. Thompson has never been somebody that uh, a super fluid athlete in terms of being able to catch and finish as we've got a timeout from Milwaukee. He's always someone that needs to sort of uh, catch the ball, then uh, bend his knees and, and uh, you know, uh, lift off then. But it, it takes him a few seconds. So sometimes it looks like Thompson's got a wide open layup and he allows the defense to get back into play, but he was still able to convert there. But I was mentioning, you know, the Boston young core, and again, because of some of the departures, because of some of the injuries, uh, the Celtics are are pretty thin at the uh, the wing and, and guard spots. They're having to rely on on Pritchard, uh, who, you know, I think they really like. They they really like this kid. Um, but uh, you know, also having to to start the likes of Thompson and Tice. I'm sure that's not Brad Stevens' ideal. Uh, four or five combo, but uh, just, uh, you know, who are you going to start otherwise? You know, are you going to start? I don't think they want to start Teague because without Kemba, they uh, they need that that ball handling and creation with the second units. Uh, so, you know, it comes down to guys like Javante Green and Aaron Nesmith and Peyton Pritchard and, uh, you know, they, they are really lacking depth right now. But it, it is going to, to very much the, the success of this team and how, how well they do in the regular season and the postseason is largely going to come down to internal development because as a whole on paper, this team does not have as much talent as they had last year. Uh, but if Jason Tatum is 10% better, if Jalen Brown is 10% better, if Grant Williams and Robert Williams both improve significantly. If you get one of Langford, Nesmith, Pritchard to really step up and be a, a positive contributor this season, you know, all of a sudden things are, are starting to look a lot better and they could potentially reach the heights, if not go beyond the heights of, of last year's team. But, but it is really, you know, as far as, uh, uh, you know, the, the bet that Danny Ainge made, he made the bet on on internal development this offseason. Milwaukee, you know, made the bet on upgrading their closing five, you know, getting that guy in Drew Holiday over Eric Bledsoe. You know, Bledsoe has really struggled in the playoffs. Getting a guy in Holiday who's been a terrific postseason performer um, and just another guy that you can rely on and trust in those uh, big game moments. So they, they um, you know, I think both of these teams are going to struggle a little bit with their depth, uh, but they, they win healthy. They do have some some great closing or five-man lineups. Again, if you, uh, if you have any questions for me, feel free to... Uh, to send them my way on Twitter, at Garrett Bouguet. I'd love to answer any of your, your questions, or even if you just had a statement you wanted me to comment on, I'd be happy to do so as we're back from commercial here. As the game being played in Boston in TD Garden with uh, an empty arena, 
23 of the 30 teams have elected to not have fans to start the season. As Milwaukee with the basketball going from right to left here in the second quarter. Middleton drives along the baseline and he steps out of bounds. So whatever uh, Budenholzer drew up there was some sort of a uh, play with uh, misdirection. You have the ball on the one side of the floor with some off-ball screening actions, but Middleton ended up stepping out of bounds on his baseline drive. Here's Smart with the basketball up top, and we've got, it looks like, a defensive three seconds on Bobby Portis. And uh, a lot of times you'll see guys argue that call, but Portis, uh, I think, just realized he had done it and just immediately stuck up his hand saying, I'm sorry, that was my fault, as Jalen Brown hits the technical free throw. Milwaukee 48, Boston 45, 4.54 to go in the second period. Teague will inbound it for the Celtics. It's Teague, Thompson, Ogilvy, Brown, and Smart on the floor for Boston. Here's Brown, drives left, bumps into Middleton. Beautiful defense, kicks it out to Teague. Teague will drive left of the lane. He gets fouled on his way up, and he'll get to the free throw line. Looks like it's Drew Holiday who tried to strip it on, uh, you know, stripping down low and got a little bit of his arm. So Teague putting up the first. That one's up and in. Teague, a veteran, has started for most of his career, but uh, in the last season or two is, has, has become more of just a solid backup point guard as uh, he is short on the second free throw rebound by Giannis. He'll hand it to Holiday. Holiday walks it into the front court, guarded by Smart. We'll get a screen from Giannis. Dribbling on the right wing, looking for Giannis, posting up at the free throw line, guarded by Smart. Giannis now will face up, drive left, steps back, gets double teamed, and uh, is going to be called for an offensive foul as he tried to step through, and Smart was right there, and he went right through him. So probably a good call there, but he did have a cutting Portis along the baseline. If he, he probably didn't need to do that. The pass was there. So Boston gets it back down two here. Smart. Handling it for the Celtics. Gets a screen from Ojale. Now to the right elbow. Back up top. Ojale pick and pop three. That's good. Ojale gives the Celtics a one-point lead as we approach four minutes to go in this first half. Here's Middleton with a basketball. Throws it right side. Giannis. Giannis guarded by Ojale. He'll drive right. Hands it off to Holiday. Holiday spins. Now dribbles back out. Guarded by T. Drives left. Backs him down. Turnaround jumper from 10 feet and hits. Beautiful patience there from Drew Holiday, taking advantage of the diminutive Jeff Teague. Here's Teague with the ball for Boston, dribbling along the left sideline, pressured by Holiday. Now switched on to Connaughton. He's got Teague now with the ball in the left corner. He drives baseline. Beautiful blow by, and the right-hand floater gets it to go. Jeff Teague has been terrific. He's got 13 for Boston. Here's Middleton up top to Portis. Left side to Connaughton on the block to Giannis. Giannis facing up once again. Tries to go off the glass, Tim Duncan style, but that one's short. Rebound, Tristan Thompson. He kicks it up to Jalen Brown on the right side. Looking inside for Thompson on the block. He's got the mismatch with Middleton. Thompson will face up. Will back down. Tries to get into the paint. Kicks it out to Brown. Brown, left wing to Teague. Drives past Giannis. His floater, no. Gets his own rebound. Puts it up. Can't get that to go either. Rebound, Greek Freak, he'll get it to Holiday. Three on three for Milwaukee the other way. Holiday left into the paint, puts it up and in with the left hand off the glass. 
Drew Holiday regains the lead for the Bucks, 52-51, 2.35 to go in the first half. Brown left wing, deep three, and he drills it. Jalen Brown, I wonder if he's worked on extending his range a bit there as he knocks down a, a shot a couple of feet beyond the three-point line. Here's Middleton with the ball on the right wing. Gets a screen from Giannis. Driving left. He'll pull up for three. No good. Rebound Jalen Brown. Giannis down, so it's a five on four for Boston for the moment. But now Giannis is back. Here's Brown with the basketball at the top. Guarded by Holiday. Drives right. Beautiful move between the legs. Little hesitation. Able to burst past Holiday for the lay-in. And all of a sudden, the Celtics lead it by four. It's Boston 56. Milwaukee 52. Timeout. Bucks 201 to go in the second quarter. But yeah, both of these teams are uh, you know, win healthy, they're gonna have some some great five man lineups. Uh, they're gonna be able to put out some of the best five man units probably in all of basketball. I would imagine Boston's lineup of Kemba, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, and uh and Daniel Tice will be one of the best lineups in the NBA. For Milwaukee, their, their five-man starting unit with Drew Holiday, Dante DiVincenzo, Giannis, uh, Chris Middleton, and Brooke Lopez. I think both of those five-man units will be some of the best in the NBA, but both teams uh, lacking a little bit of depth. Milwaukee, you know, made some moves uh, towards the end, but they lost, of course, Marvin Williams from last year's team. He retired. Uh, I think Bucks fans will hope that maybe they can convince him, do like an Andre Iguodala, take a half season off, come back at the midway point of the year, uh, and uh, and and rejoin the team. I think he would be a huge help to them. But uh, you know they got guys like uh, Bryn Forbes and and uh, Tory Craig and DJ Augustine to to fill out the the bench but certainly not as good a two-way talent as they had last year with the likes of Williams and and guys like George Hill as well. Milwaukee with the basketball out of the timeout. It's Holiday going behind the back loses it. Fight for the basketball. We're going to have a jump ball between I believe it's going to be Holiday and uh, one of either Marcus Smart or Jalen Brown. It will be Brown jumping it. And they're jumping it at the free throw line. Eight on the shot clock if the Bucks get it back, but Boston wins the tip. So Tatum with the basketball finds Brown. Back to Tatum, right wing, fakes the three, back to Brown, left side. He fakes, drives left, step back from free throw line, extended and hits. Jalen Brown with four straight, and the Celtics lead up to six. Let's see what Milwaukee can do as a response here. Giannis dribbling the basketball, guarded by Tatum. Giannis spins, gets the line to the lane, puts it up. No, gets his own rebound, taps it up and in. Giannis Antetokounmpo cuts the Celtics' lead back to four. Giannis now with 11 points and five rebounds. Here's Tatum with the ball at the top. Hands it off, Ojale right wing, fakes the three, guarded by Giannis. Now hand off to Tatum. Tatum gets a screen, pulls up, right wing three is good. Giannis laying off there, did not show high, just allowed Tatum a free look at that three ball, and Tatum made him pay. 
Boston 61, Milwaukee 54. Giannis doubled at half court, gets it to Connaughton, throws a beautiful cross-court pass to Bryn Forbes in the right corner, and he drills the triple. Boston 61, Milwaukee 57, 42.1 to go in the second quarter. Let's see if Boston utilizes the two-for-one. You're smart with the basketball right wing up top, Tatum. Tatum, fake handoff, got away with a travel. Sidestep triple, no good. Rebound Giannis. That was the two-for-one attempt there. Here's Connaughton for Milwaukee, up top to Giannis. Giannis hands it off to Holiday at the Celtics logo. Guarded by Smart. About an eight-second differential between the game and shot clock. Here's Holiday dribbling right of the lane. Spins back into the paint, puts it up over Tice. Nobody draws the foul. Really crafty move there from Holiday. Really, uh, you know, spun there and... It almost looked like he wasn't really trying to make the shot. He just realized that Tice, uh, after the spin, was a little off balance and, and just uh, kind of got into Tice's arms and, and drew the contact. So Holiday hits the first. As it looks like uh, Milwaukee and, and Coach Bud will sub out Giannis probably to, to try to prevent any sort of a, a foul here at the end. So Holiday with one more, and he hits it. So Boston's lead down to two here, but they have the final possession, likely, of this first half. Smart will inbound it. Full court pressure from Milwaukee. Teague gets it and uh, is able to elude it and get it in the front court. Seven on the game clock, guarded by DiVincenzo. Gets a screen. Beautiful pick-and-pop play. Jalen Brown, left wing three, and he drills it. With 1.1 seconds to go in the first half, Huge shot as Milwaukee will inbound it. DiVincenzo will fire, and that one's well short as the, the buzzer sounds. So at the end of the first half, it's Boston 64, Milwaukee 59. Really entertaining stuff from, from both teams. And Jalen Brown with a big shot there as the Milwaukee went on a little run to try to cut into the lead, but Brown extends it back to five right at the end. So looking at the first half stats of this ball game, Milwaukee, 24 of 45 from the field for 54.5%, 7 of 19 from 3, 4 of 4 from the charity stripe. They are uh, winning the rebounding battle 26 to 22. Uh, they are actually being out-assisted by the Celtics. Boston with 15 assists to Milwaukee's 3 Milwaukee with nine turnovers, and the Celtics taking care of the basketball with just three. Milwaukee also has committed nine fouls in this first half. Lopez and Holiday both with two. For Boston, 24 of 53 from the field for 44.2%, but they've been lighting it up from downtown. 12 of 25, which is 45.8%. Four of six from the line, as I mentioned, just the three turnovers. Uh, from In terms of foul trouble, nobody on the Celtics with more than one personal. It's Tice, Smart, Grant Williams, and Peyton Pritchard all with one. As far as individual scoring, DiVincenzo still leading the way for the Bucks with 13 points on 5 of 7 from the field, 3 of 4 from downtown. Holiday with 12 points on 5 of 7. So really good production from the backcourt for the Bucks. 
Giannis with 11 points and 6 rebounds on 5 of 10 shooting. Middleton with 7 points, 3 of 9 from the field, but he does already have 10 rebounds and 6 assists. Brooke Lopez with 5 points, and uh, amazingly, he has uh, he's played 13 minutes, Lopez. He has 0 rebounds, 0 assists, 0 steals, 0 blocks, and 0 turnovers. He does have 2 fouls. Uh, but, uh, you know, Lopez is a guy that uh, his rebounding contribution isn't often shown in the uh, the box score because he is a really great box-out guy, and he'll often allow guys like Middleton and, and Giannis to, to go in and, and get those boards by, by keeping the opposition's best offensive rebounder out of the play. Bench-wise for Milwaukee, Pat Connaughton has six on two-for-two two from downtown. Bobby Portis with two points on one of three from the field as well as three rebounds. And also Bryn Forbes with three on one of three shooting all from behind the line. Individually for Boston leading the way is Jeff T. He's got 13 points in 13 minutes. Five of ten from the field. Two of two from the free throw line. He's also got three assists, a couple of steals, and Teague a plus ten in those 13 minutes. Ojale with, or excuse me, uh, Jason Tatum, he's got nine on three of ten shooting, but it's three triples. He's got four rebounds and an assist. Jalen Brown uh, really got going near the end of that first half. He's got 15 points on six of 13 from the field, two of six from downtown. He's got four rebounds and three assists as well. Smart with just two points, but he does uh, have uh, five assists. Tristan Thompson, Daniel Tice, both with six points. Tice, impressively, both uh, are his six points coming from two threes. Off the bench, aside from Jeff Teague, who, uh, as I mentioned, has 13. Grant Williams with three points on one of five from the field. Robert Williams with two points and three rebounds. Peyton Prichard has uh, three points on, on one of three shooting. And Semi Ojolet. Uh, like Teague with an impressive plus-minus, he's a plus-11 in his eight minutes. He has five points, two of two from the field. And, of course, Brad Stevens and the Celtics often will utilize, you know, Ojale doesn't get consistent minutes throughout the season, but specifically in this matchup, Ojale is just a tank. Uh, and uh, he's a guy that I think they like to uh, to show Giannis as a guy that can can slow him down a bit. They don't have uh, too much else uh, other than Ojale to throw at him. So he's a guy that will get some run in this matchup specifically. So let's look, uh, let's look at scores from around the association. So again, yesterday, the Nets beat the Warriors 125-99, and the Clippers beat the Lakers 116-109. Today, the Washington Wizards are beating the Philadelphia 76ers 73-62 with 4.48 to go in the third quarter. The Miami Heat and the Orlando Magic are all knotted up at 74 with 3.31 to go in the third period. Also in quarter number three, the Cleveland Cavaliers lead at 85-75 over the Hornets. Actually, Charlotte has made a bit of a comeback there. I believe they were down by 20 in the first half, uh, so they have uh, cut into that lead a bit. The Indiana Pacers leading the New York Knicks 78-77 with 5.21 to go in the third quarter. 
The Toronto Raptors have a 57-50 edge over the New Orleans Pelicans, and that is uh, with under a minute to play in the second. Also in quarter number two, the San Antonio Spurs and the Memphis Grizzlies are all tied at 35. And at the end of the first quarter, a team that I am very excited about, uh, especially on offense, the Atlanta Hawks leading the Chicago Bulls 42-29. to uh, you know, the Hawks are a team that I had moving up from the, tw- I believe it was the 26th ranked offense last year, all the way up to number nine in my rankings, my projections this year. Also in the first quarter, we've got the Detroit Pistons leading the Minnesota Timberwolves 34-25, just five seconds left in that opening stanza. Also, we've got uh, three more games later tonight that have not yet started. The Sacramento Kings traveling to take on the Denver Nuggets. That one's at 9 Eastern. At 10 Eastern, it's the Utah Jazz traveling to Portland to take on the Blazers. And then at 10.30, the Phoenix Suns host the Dallas Mavericks. So I mentioned uh, earlier in the broadcast that I would be using this halftime to to give my thoughts on the opening night games last night. And uh, first off with Brooklyn and Golden State, I thought Steph Curry looked really good, but a lot of my fears uh, as to the the other players on this roster around him seemed uh, warranted. You know, he consistently created open looks for the likes of Andrew Wiggins and Kelly Oubre. Those guys got wide open shots and just could not hit them. Uh, very, very frustrating, I'm sure, for Steph. Uh, I was also surprised that uh, Steve Kerr didn't go to Brad Wanamaker sooner. Uh, he's a guy that, you know, didn't really didn't really play the entire first quarter, I believe. I think he should be their sixth man. I think he's one of their better players. I would, uh, you know, I'd rather see him above, uh, you know, Damian Lee, uh, you know, some of uh, Kent Bazemore. I think Wanamaker is just better than those guys. So uh, that that was a little bit surprising to me. Hopefully, uh, you know, Kerr will will get that ironed out sooner rather than later. Uh, Eric Pascal was really disappointing. You know, he had a pretty promising rookie year as a scorer, and I thought as kind of a, uh, a a bench spark plug, he could do do really well. And he was he was forced into a bigger role with with uh, Draymond Green out at the moment. He, he ended up starting Pascal, and uh, he he really struggled. He couldn't finish over length at the rim. Uh, he, there was a lot of talk about him reworking his jumpers. He didn't jump as high, so he could get more consistent, a more consistent release from three. And I didn't think that looked uh, much improved, if at all. So Pascal was was disappointing, and maybe it's just a matter of you know he needs to go back to the bench. He's better against fellow second units, against starters. He's a little overmatched. Uh, but uh, you know the the other big thing with with. Uh, Golden State, you know, obviously the the second overall pick, getting to see James Wiseman his first game in in, in God knows how long, but uh, he looked good to me. Uh, he, you know, there there were times where he his shot selection was a little bit questionable. He seems to be one of those guys that wants to show off his skill a little bit too much, but he certainly is skilled. Uh, his 
His, uh, his touch from the perimeter looked really impressive, especially once the game got to garbage time. I guess you, you, uh, you'd like to see him go on one of those runs where he hits a bunch of jumpers when the game is, uh, is actually still on the line. But, you know, seeing a guy hit jumpers like that, uh, you know, and showing that kind of touch, if he's like a plus shooter at that size, that's a, that's a big, that's a big bonus. Uh, he also had some moments as a rim presence, just uh, showing that length. I think Kyrie had a shot along the right baseline, about a uh, an eight footer that he had to shoot into the rafters because Wiseman came over and, and put his hand up. <laughs> Kyrie actually made the shot, but still, it was it was it it did show the kind of length and intimidation that Wiseman could show on a consistent basis if he's in the right positions. Uh, so, you know. Golden State, it's it's hard to really judge them with with Draymond Green not out there, but certainly I think offensively, it's going to be a struggle if Oubre and and Wiggins don't hit shots, and and I wouldn't bet on them to do that <laughs> or to actually hit shots. So as far as Brooklyn, you know, Kyrie and Kevin Durant look really good, and and that team's depth is just so impressive. You know, when uh, when the game got into garbage time, you're looking at who Brooklyn has out there as like essentially their C team, and it's it's Bruce Brown, it's Tyler Johnson, it's Rodi Hans Krooks. Uh, you know, their their C team is, uh, I think a lot of teams would be really happy with those guys as their six through eight or nine in their rotation. Uh, yeah, the uh, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, I think, are going to be really, really good. I, I predicted them to to make the uh, the NBA Finals and, and win the Eastern Conference. I'm very high on that team, and and uh, through one game uh, and, and the preseason, of course, there, there's nothing that's made me, uh, you know, concerned about that prediction. I, I think, if anything, I'm even more emboldened by it. Um, as far as the uh, the second game of the night, the Lakers and the Clippers, it, uh, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt for one. You know, the Lakers uh, have a lot of new pieces out there that they're they're trying to, to – uh, get situated and uh, they didn't play their optimal lineups with AD at the five, LeBron at the four. And so, uh, you know, you're, you're only getting a B plus version of the team if they don't do that. Um, but all the same, you know, I thought the Clippers starting lineup, uh, interesting that Ty Lu is not doing what Doc Rivers did, which is essentially, you know, just, just start the younger Zubach. I think he's basically like, well, Ibaka's is better. So we're just going to start him. Um, it'll be interesting to see if that, if that affects Zubac's confidence level at all as the season goes on. Um, the other thing with Zubac is he's so young that he could, he could get better. And it's interesting to think about, you know, in, in what role is he more likely to improve as a starter or as that kind of second unit guy. Uh, but, but nonetheless, that starting five that the Clippers threw out there, even without Morris and Batum in in uh, in there instead that looked really impressive. One of the things that was a little bit concerning if you're a Lakers fan is Wes Matthews defending the likes of of Kawhi Leonard. I think that was something I was a little optimistic thinking, you know, yeah, maybe Danny Green is a better team defender than Wes Matthews, but Matthews has that a little bit more size and strength to be that one-on-one guy. But Kawhi really roasted Matthews and, and Paul George did as well. So that's something to keep an eye on in future matchups as well, because the Lakers obviously don't want to have to put LeBron on Kawhi and PG for all 48 minutes for, for, from an energy standpoint. Uh, 
so Matthews being able to defend those guys at least reasonably well is is going to be paramount for the Lakers' chances in that matchup. Um, yeah, Paul George, uh, I just mentioned he was roasting Matthews. He was roasting really anybody that was guarding him. He looks primed to have a, a terrific season. Um, if, if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to the Top 30 Players pod that I did with Scott Levine, we do that every uh, offseason. Check that out. We had an interesting sort of debate on Paul George. He's always been a little lower on, on PG-13 than, than I have been. And this year I had him as my 12th ranked player and Scott had him down at 20. Um, in, in large part due to his over-reliance on, on the jump shot. But Paul George has been an elite shooter and he's, he's continued to, to show that relying on the jump shot for him is, is, is usually, it usually works out. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if, if, how, how great of a season George can have kind of a revenge tour for him and Kawhi, given the, the disappointing results of, of last season, blowing that three, one lead to the Nuggets. Um, Luke Kennard, you know, had some moments on the ball. He, he certainly, uh, is, is a better ball handler and shot creator for himself and others than, than Landry Shamit. But uh, as an off-ball shooter, I don't like him as much as Shamit, and I definitely don't like him as much as a defender. He did have a nice block that was actually initially called a foul in the game, and, and uh, Ty Lue and the Clippers challenged it, got it overturned. But he also got blown by off the dribble several times, uh, and, and I think the combination of him and Lou Williams on the floor together defensively is going to be a challenge, to say the least. You know, if they're playing high leverage playoff games and and those two are out there at the same time I think uh you know the opposition is going to have a pretty good time on the offensive end of the floor so that's something to look out for whether Ty Lue tries to stagger those guys or or potentially you know I think that was one of the 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 potential positives of of acquiring Kennard is you could you could get rid of Lou Williams because you've got that guy that can kind of fill that role and uh, so, so we'll see if the two of those guys are still on this roster by, uh, you know, come postseason. Um, but, you know, I thought the, the Lakers looked reasonably, you know, good out there. Uh, Montrez Harrell and uh, and Schroeder put up good offensive performances. The defense uh, with Harrell out there was was not as good as you would like. You'd think that uh, the Lakers could still be pretty close to elite as as we're back from uh, from halftime here with the Celtics with the basketball going from right to left in this third quarter. Tatum misses the shot. Rebound by DiVincenzo. Here's Lopez with the ball left wing up top to Holiday right side to DiVincenzo. Hands off to Giannis. Giannis guarded by Brown. Giannis backing him in. Gets to the free throw line. Picks up his dribble. Hangs in the air and really didn't have anyone to pass it to. Tried to find Holiday but it's poked out of bounds by Smart. Milwaukee will keep it with nine on the shot clock. Boston 64, Milwaukee 59. As the ball inbounded to DiVincenzo, he gnashes the baseline. Now over to the left wing, up top to Giannis. Five on the shot clock. Giannis will step back and take the three and hit. It's always a bonus for Milwaukee when Giannis can hit one from deep. And he cuts the Celtics' lead to two. Here's Smart with a basketball, top of the key, guarded by Holiday. Throws it left side to Tatum. Tatum. Left elbow extended jumper, no good. Rebound, the Greek Freak. 
He'll jog it into the front court, to the line, to the lane, gets all the way to the cup, can't finish the left-handed layup off the glass, fight for the rebound. Middleton again got his hands on it, and uh, it eventually went off of Tristan Thompson, so Milwaukee will get another opportunity. Middleton has been really good on the glass tonight. Holiday inbounding it on the near baseline, gets it into Middleton, and we've got, a, I believe, a foul off the ball. That was close to before the ball was inbounded, so Milwaukee might get a, a free throw and possession here, depending on if the, the refs, or depending on when the refs feel this foul occurred. And it's Jalen Brown uh, getting tied up with DiVincenzo. It was definitely prior to the inbounds. Brown obviously not happy with the call. Looks like Brown took a shot to the face as well. So uh, not only got called for the foul, but uh, <laughs> but uh, also suffered uh, a bruise there, a little elbow to the chin. And the referee's reviewing this. It shouldn't take this long because it seems rather obvious that that was clearly prior to the pass. I guess the, the they could also be uh, looking at whether or not the, the DiVincenzo elbow is warranting any sort of punishment. Ten fifty six to go in this third quarter. And Milwaukee will get that free throw as Middleton will take it and hit. So that cuts Boston's lead down to just one. Holiday will inbound it. Starting lineup for Milwaukee, it's Holiday, DiVincenzo, Middleton, Giannis, and Lopez for the Bucks. Ball inbounded, Giannis spins. Beautiful pass to the cutting DiVincenzo. His shot blocked by Smart. Kicks it right corner, Holiday, and then right wing to Middleton, and he hits the three. So Middleton, after lining up the free throw, getting his his uh, chance to see the ball go in, then drills a triple. So a four-point possession there for the Bucks. Here's Smart with the basketball, drives right of the paint, puts it up off the glass. No, Thompson tips it to himself, tries to put it up, has it rejected by Giannis. Giannis gets the rebound as well. He'll push it. Beautiful spin move and is actually tripped and pulled down by Smart. Probably a decent foul there by Smart because uh, once Giannis got past him, it was probably going to be a dunk. So Middleton will inbound it for Milwaukee. On the floor for Boston, it's it's Tatum, Brown, Smart, Thompson, and Tice. Here's Giannis getting into the paint. He'll try to spin again against Smart, and this time Smart got his body in the way, anticipated the spin, and took the hit. And Giannis has called for the charge. Beautiful switch there from Boston. And yeah, Giannis loves to go to that spin move. Smart, uh, such an intelligent defender there. Anticipated it, got his body in, in perfect position. So Smart will bring it up for the Celtics. Throws it left side, Thompson. Thompson tries the handoff game with Brown. Denied. Now Brown gets it. He'll drive into the paint. Throws the lob to Thompson. And Thompson is fouled by DiVincenzo. Beautiful little uh, handoff action. Initially, uh, DiVincenzo denied the, the pass, but then once uh, Thompson was able to get it to Brown, they forced the switch, and Brown threw the nice lob to Thompson, and DiVincenzo was forced to foul. 
Here's another pick and roll with Brown and Thompson. Uh, unintentional behind-the-back pass from Brown. I think he just lost it, but it ended up being a perfect pass for Thompson, who puts up the left-hand floater up and in. So we are knotted up at 66. Here's Middleton with the ball on the right wing. Gets a screen from Lopez. Drives right. Step back from 14 feet, and he hits. So Middleton heating up here to start the third quarter. He's now got a double-double. I believe with 12 points and 10 rebounds. As uh, we've got a drive from Marcus Smart, it's going to be a foul on DiVincenzo as he tried to contest the layup. He doesn't like the call. Free throw from Smart rattles in and out. Excuse me, it's actually just 10 points and 10 rebounds for Middleton. So four assists away for Chris from a triple-double as the second free throw for Smart rattles in. Milwaukee 68, Boston 67, 9.28 to go in the third period. Holiday with the basketball at the Celtics logo, throws it left side to Middleton. Middleton guarded by Tatum. Drives left of the lane, finds Giannis. Giannis, step back, one-legged jumper, no good. Middleton got his hands on it, but it comes to Tatum. Tatum into the front court, gets a screen from Thompson. Gets the line to lane, kicks it out, Tice. Tice fakes the three, drives right into the paint. A beautiful jump hook over Giannis and Lopez, and he gets it to go. So Tice showing the perimeter game a little bit more tonight than we've seen uh, in the past. Here's Middleton, throws it up top to Holiday. Holiday gets a screen from Giannis, drives left the lane, puts up a floater, no good. A rebound, Tice. Tice hands it off to Smart. Smart dribbling into the front court, left wing to Brown. Brown gets a screen from Tice, left elbow, back to Tice. He thought about the three, now back to Brown. Switched onto by Giannis. Brown will fire the three and drill it. Again, Giannis a little hesitant to come out and fully prevent the shot there. Brown able to just fire it right in front. Here's Holiday, a baseline jumper on the right side is good. So Boston's lead now down to two. Here's Smart with the basketball. Smart on the right wing up top to Tatum. Tatum getting a screen from Thompson. Will go right, gets to the line to the lane, snakes his dribble over to the left of the lane. Now back up top to Brown, into the corner to Tatum. Guarded by Middleton, eight on the shot clock. Lopez comes over to show more help. Tatum to Thompson. Thompson, left elbow, takes a dribble to his right hand, then a little push shot with the right and gets it to go. Thompson actually a natural righty, even though he started his career shooting left-handed. Thompson now with 10. Here's Middleton, gets a screen from Lopez. Middleton drives in, a lot of contact, no call. Here's Smart into the right corner. Five on four for Boston. Tatum with an open look, but he airballed the three. Rebound, Holiday. Holiday gets it to Giannis. Beautiful behind the back dribble. Euro step, and it's going to be another charge. Marcus Smart again read what Giannis was doing. And that one looked more bang-bang than the previous one where Smart anticipated the spin. That one... Could have gone either way, but I don't mind the charge call there. But a couple of offensive fouls on Giannis, and I believe with three fouls, he will go to the bench with 7.22 to go in the third. 
So Smart will get the inbound and walk it up for Boston. It's DJ Wilson into the game for Antetokounmpo. Here's Tice, right wing to Brown. Brown gets a screen from Thompson, kicks it back up top Tice. Tice fakes the three drives of the paint, screens for Tatum. Tatum pick and pop with Tice. That one's off the side of the rim, no good. Rebound Holiday. Holiday will push the ball for Milwaukee, and he's going to be called for a double dribble. He looked like he was, he had his eyes up and looking for Brooke Lopez that entire time down. Lopez had leaked out in transition, uh, but uh, couldn't find the pass and then uh, changed his mind and went to dribble and got caught. So that's a timeout on the floor with 6.59 to go in the third quarter, with the Celtics leading it 74-70. to 70. So uh, I'm going to go through some of my uh, offensive and defensive ratings. I actually came up with all 30 teams, what I expect from their uh, offensive and defensive ratings this season. I've got them in alphabetical order here, so I'm going to go through these and hopefully get through all 30 here during these timeouts before this game is concluded. But we'll start with Atlanta, and uh, again, already Atlanta with a uh, really good offensive performance uh, tonight as uh, they have put up 68 points already against the Chicago Bulls, and we've still got four minutes to go in the second quarter. Uh, but I have Atlanta finishing with the ninth-ranked offense, which would be a significant jump from finishing uh, around 26 last year. Um, they, I believe they were the 28th defense. I have them with some marginal improvements with uh, – you know, the acquisitions of, the, you know, they, they didn't get any uh, play from Capella last year, so he's essentially an acquisition. Uh, also, Chris Dunn should get some time. So they've added some defensive talent. I've got them marginally improving to the 25th defense. But I have them, you know, slightly under 500, but their offense really carrying them into that playoff picture, and, and I think that'll get them to the eighth seed in the East. The Boston Celtics, uh, this game, I have them finishing with the 14th offense and the second defense. They were actually the fourth-ranked offense last year, but given that Kemba Walker is missing time already, uh, Hayward is gone, they lost Cantor, who gave them good offensive production off the bench, uh, even Wanamaker, a guy that uh, can, can knock down some shots. I uh, I worry that this team is, uh, is going to be significantly worse on the offensive end. And, and you've even seen Brad Stevens go with lineups that I think uh, are are going to hurt their offense. You know, playing Tyson Thompson together is not going to help the offense. It's going to improve the defense, though. And, and despite them finishing fourth last year in defense, I have them finishing second this time around. And, and I would not be surprised if they're the best defense in the NBA this season. I'm really high on, on their roster, and especially with, with Hayward gone now, Smart is starting, so he just brings even more defense to that starting unit. The Brooklyn Nets, I have, uh, and I might even, after watching them last night, I might even be a little bit lower on them. A big reason I, I wasn't super high on the, on the Nets' defensive potential is because I didn't think Durant was going to look as good moving laterally, but he looked pretty great. Um but uh, I have the Nets as the fifth-ranked offense and the 21st-ranked defense. I could see them being more clo closer to an average defense as well with a top-five offense, and that would get them right towards the top of the standings in the NBA. But, again, I'm very high on the Nets. As uh, we're back from commercial, we're seeing a game summary graphic. So, yeah, we'll get to some more teams uh, at the next commercial break. Got through three of the 30 there, so we'll see if we can get through all 30 
before the night is through. Here's Marcus Smart with the basketball for Boston. Pick and pop with Tice. Tice left wing now. Throws into the corner to Tatum. And I believe Tatum's going to be called for an offensive foul pushing off of Chris Middleton. Boston 74, Milwaukee 70. 6.48 to go in the third quarter. Milwaukee going from left to right in the second half. Here's Holiday with a basketball guarded by Smart. Beautiful left-handed pass to Giannis, but he has the ball poked away by Smart. He'll find Tatum in transition. One on two, and Tatum able to score over Connaughton and Lopez. And the Celtics lead up to six now. Here's Holiday with a basketball. Hands it off to Middleton. Middleton up top to Connaughton, left wing to Giannis. Giannis spinning into the paint against Thompson, throws it up. No, but he draws the foul. Again, seeing that Giannis left-to-right spin. That's one thing, you know, you don't see Giannis do enough of, I would say, is the hesitation or those fake spins uh, to keep the defense off balance. It seems like when he commits to changing directions, he almost always does, and Makes him a bit predictable. First free throw is up, and that one's short off the front of the rim. And even so, his, uh, you know, even when he's predictable, he can still just be overwhelming and unstoppable anyway. You can know what he's doing and just be overwhelmed physically, athletically. And it doesn't matter if you anticipate. Now, guys like Smart are good enough that uh, they can... They can draw a few fouls on him. And this is another key area for Giannis that he's got to improve is at the free throw line. First, or first one was no good. The second one he nails. So Boston's lead down to five here. Smart will bring it up. It's Smart, Ojale, Tice, Brown, and Tatum for the Celtics. Here's Tatum with the basketball on the right wing, gets a screen from Tice, snakes into the paint, kicks it left corner, Brown fakes the three, back to Tatum left wing. Tatum up fakes, gets into the paint, a beautiful little scoop shot with the right hand in traffic. He gets it to go, beautiful shot there. Here's Giannis on the left wing for Milwaukee, backing down against Ojale, he'll fade baseline, can't get it to go, fight for the rebound, Portis was under there. And uh, the ball is off of the Celtics. It'll be Milwaukee possession with 14 on the shot clock. As Holiday will inbound it into Middleton in the left corner. Middleton driving on Tatum. Tatum cuts him off. Now Middleton gets into the paint, has the ball stripped, but it finds its way to Holiday. Four in the shot clock. Holiday gets under the rim, finds Giannis left wing triple. That's short, but it falls to Holiday in the left corner. He shoots a shot over the backboard and nearly got it to fall, but it's rebounded by Tice. Tice to Smart, left wing. Back up top, Tatum. Tatum takes the three, and that one's short. Rebound Portis. Portis will get it to Middleton. Bucks on a bit of a cold spell here. Middleton crosses over to the line. Delane puts it up over Tice. Gets the friendly bounce with the right hand off the back of the iron and in. So we approach five minutes to go in this third quarter. Here's Smart with the basketball. Gets a screen from Tice. Again, snakes his dribble into the paint. Finds Tice on the roll. Shot fakes Portis. Puts it up with the right hand and gets the friendly bounce. Boston 80, Milwaukee 73. Here's Middleton with the basketball. Gets a screen from Giannis. Tries to find Giannis, but he can't come up with the pass. 
and it's picked up by Ojale. Three on three for the Celtics. Here's Brown, fakes the three in the right wing, gets doubled. Now beautiful left-handed skip pass to Tatum, left wing. He'll drive in and gets bumped by Holiday, and that'll be a foul on Drew. Giannis last season shot just 62.9% from the free throw line. And he's been pretty poor in the playoffs as well. As here's Brown, gets a screen from Tice, pulls up from the free throw line, no good. Rebound, DJ Wilson. Wilson gets it to Middleton. Beautiful right to left crossover, gets into the paint. A little drop off pass to Portis, and he is fouled. Beautiful ball handling there from Chris Middleton. Giannis in the playoffs last year shot 58.8%. So uh, really something that uh, hopefully he can work on and get better at over the course of this contract that he just signed to be to continue to be a member of the Milwaukee Bucks as Portis misses the first free throw. Second free throw is up and in. Boston 80, Milwaukee 74, 4.15 to go in the third. Here's Teague with the basketball, gets a screen from Tice going left. Back to Tice, right elbow extended, hands it off to Smart. Smart gets a screen going right. Gets under the hoop, little pocket pass to Tice. Interior pass to Ojale under the rim, has nowhere to go. Kicks it out to Teague, five on the shot clock, switched on to by Portis. Step back three from the left corner and he drills it. Jeff T continues to have a terrific night for Boston. The Celtics' lead is has ballooned to nine. Holiday left wing, cross match with Tice in transition. He's isolating. Holiday spins into the paint. Follow a jumper from 13 and hits. Drew Holiday with a beautiful move there. Boston 83, Milwaukee 76. Here's T with a basketball. Cut off by Holiday. Up top to Smart. Smart to Tice. Tice hands it off to Teague. Teague thought about the three, now will drive right. Takes a step back three from behind the screen of Tice and hits again. Back-to-back -back triples for Jeff Teague. Here's Middleton to the line, to the lane. Stops, kicks it out. Wilson, wide open look, top of the key. Off the heel, no, but Middleton is right there for the putback. Three minutes to go in this third quarter. Boston leading by eight. Here's Teague with the basketball screen by Brown up top to Tice. Beautiful high-low pass to Brown, who had sealed Connaughton, and Brown finishes it with the foul. Looked like D.J. Wilson came over a bit too late on help and, and hacked Brown, and Brown will have the opportunity for the old-fashioned three-point play as we go to a timeout. So moving on on my... Uh, List of teams with offensive and defensive projected rankings. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets I have projected as the 24th offense and the 27th defense. Uh, a slight improvement on the offensive end just uh, given Gordon Hayward is there. And actually a slight downgrade defensively given LaMelo Ball, a rookie point guard, typically is not going to help your team's defense. Uh, they also don't have a lot of depth, a lot of quality in the, in the center position. So, you know, I, I panned the, the move to sign Hayward thinking that he would make them a significantly better basketball team. But uh, 
it, it might not actually turn out that way. Charlotte might still end up getting a pretty great pick, even with uh, even with Gordon Hayward there, and, and uh, the Hornets actually losing to the Cavaliers, one seventeen to one hundred three, with two twenty five to go in the fourth quarter of that one. So looking like Charlotte's going to go zero and one to start the season. Chicago, I have as the twenty second offense, and you know, I, I initially put them down as the 14th defense, but I might have to revise that because the more I thought about it, you know, they lost the likes of, of Chris Dunn and uh, Jim Boylan. You know, you can say what you want about him, but I think he's a good defensive mind. Uh, so, you know, expecting Chicago to even come close to what they did last year, which was finishing 12, I think would be. Uh, pretty surprising. I, I initially put them down as 14th, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're more like the 20th ranked defense. And, and I already mentioned they're getting eviscerated by the Hawks. They gave up 83 in the first half, so not a great sign for uh, for expected defense this season based on that uh, first 24 minutes. The Cleveland Cavaliers, a team that I think is still very much in a rebuild and still very much needs uh, more quality draft picks and more young talent. They're going to be 26th in offense, and uh, I guess I shouldn't say they're going to be. This is a projection. I, I'm not Nostradamus here. Uh, 26th in offense, 28th in defense is my proje- projection for the Cavs. Um, you know, they're, they're going to play a lot of young guys, and, uh, you know, they, they've got a lot of guys in, in Garland and Sexton and Kevin Love that are not strong defensively, so they're going to be a train wreck on the defensive end as well. Uh, but some minor improvements offensively, I think. I think Garland, and is, you know, you would hope if you're a Cavs fan that Garland is a little bit better in year two. The Dallas Mavericks, they're an interesting one. Of course, finished first in offense last year. I've got them finishing second this season. I think the, the swap from Seth Curry to... Josh Richardson is a downgrade on the offensive end. He will help them defensively. Uh, But uh, Dallas finished 18th last year in defense, and I felt like that might have been even a little bit high. I've got them around the same ballpark. I've got them finishing 19th this season. The Denver Nuggets, very high on. I love their potential offense. We're back from commercial break here uh, with Jalen Brown at the free throw line. So uh, I'll get to to Denver and some more teams here at the next commercial as uh, Jalen Brown converts the three-point play, and the Celtics lead at 89-78, to 248 to go in this third quarter. Drew Holiday right wing up top to Connaughton. Connaughton, guarded by Teague, throws it left wing Holiday, bobbles it, picks it back up in the left corner. Now gets a screen from Wilson, switched on to by Ojale on the left wing. Eight on the shot clock. Holiday isolating, now backing down, kicks it out, Connaughton. Drives into the paint, finds Holiday left wing three. That one rattles in and out. Rebound Jalen Brown, he'll get it to Teague. Teague left wing. Hands it back to Brown. Brown drives left, spins, fade away from 14, gets the friendly bounce. Jalen Brown having a terrific night, and he extends the Celtics lead to 13. Here's Drew Holiday with a basketball, dribbling with his right hand at the Celtics logo. Gets a screen from Wilson. Now on the right side, right elbow pulls up and hits. Beautiful little hesitation move. Got Ojale, uh, you know, on his heels and, and just pulled right up from about 15. Holiday now with 18 points, having a terrific debut for the Bucks. Here's Brown, the basketball, hands it off to Robert Williams, now left wing to Teague. Teague gets a screen, drives right, pulls up from the free throw line. Holiday comes from behind and gets the block. He picks it up, beautiful behind-the-back dribble in transition. Holiday goes coast-to-coast coast and lays it up with the left hand. Drew Holiday, a sensational play on both ends of the floor, 
And the lead for the Celtics, cut to nine. Here's Robert Williams, top of the key, dribbles left, hands off to Brown. Brown gets a screen, gets to the elbow, tries to throw the lob to Williams, pass deflected by Portis, but fortunately for the Celtics, the deflection went right back to Brown who drew the foul. Yeah, what an unbelievable highlight there from Holiday. Not only blocking Teague's shot, but then Teague tried to redeem himself by getting a steal and getting it right back. And Holiday with the beautiful behind-the-back dribble to elude him and then finished with the elongated left-handed scoop as Brown hits the first free throw. DJ Wilson seem, seemingly, uh, you know, gets his hands on a lot of balls even on that possession, got his hands on it, but just not able to corral it, and that often comes back to bite him as uh, that time Brown got two free throws and hit them both on what should have been a turnover. Here's Holiday left wing, gets a screen from Portis to the line to lane, throws the lob, but the lob was a little bit too high. So turnover, and back comes Boston, five on four. Tatum pull up three from the top, and he drills it. And all of a sudden, the Celtics' lead is extended to 14 as we hit the final minute of this third quarter. Here's Giannis, gets a screen from Holiday. Switched on to Giannis, a little sidestep around Ojale. We've got a blocking foul. It's another Euro that the Celtics tried to draw a charge, but this time Ojale not able to get his chest in front. So again, Giannis, guy again that has uh, struggled from the line, will go back to the charity strike. It hasn't been very charitable for the, for the Greek freak in the last uh, couple of seasons. First one is up and uh, gets the roll off the front of the rim and in. 53.4 to go in this third period. Giannis with one more to cut the lead to 12. Giannis now with 16 points and 9 rebounds. But just 6 of 16, not as efficient as you would normally expect the two-time MVP two-time reigning MVP, as, as Giannis hits the second free throw as well. 96-84, 46 seconds to go in the game clock. Here's Teague with the basketball up top to Tatum. Tatum jab steps against Connaughton, 10 on the shot clock. Still looking it over, crosses over, spins, fades away on the right wing and hits from about 17 feet. Beautiful move a la Dwayne Wade with that fake spin fade. Tatum now with 18 points. Giannis. On the left wing on the block, backs down, now gets doubled, kicks it out DiVincenzo, back to Giannis, up top to Forbes. Forbes fakes the three, drives left, gets all the way to the paint, but Robert Williams with a huge rejection. Back comes Boston, they're going to take the final shot of this third quarter. Eight on the game clock, it's Tatum isolating against Giannis. Tatum, sidestep left, three, and he drills it from about 30 feet as Milwaukee tries to throw it down court to Giannis, ball deflected, and that will be the end of the third quarter. Jason Tatum with about a 30-footer over Giannis to give Boston a 101-84 lead heading into the fourth quarter. Really impressive performance from the Celtics. They've had contributions across the board, but... Uh, Really good contributions in the second quarter from Jalen Brown. He's got 25, and then in the third quarter, Tatum got going. He's now up to 21, and they've also got 19 off the bench from Jeff Teague.
So back to uh, my uh, projections for offensive and defensive rating. We're on to Denver. I've got them as the third-ranked offense. I think they were fifth last year. I expect them to get even better with uh, Jamal Murray stepping into all-star territory this season. And also Michael Porter Jr. with the chemistry and and, and playing big-time minutes. He's going to help them be even better offensively. Those three guys alone I think are, are, are going to give you a top-10 offense. And then you factor in they added you Michael Green, who's a really good shooter. They should have Will Barton back, a really solid offensive player. So uh, they've got a ton of offensive talent there in Denver. I've got them as the 17th-ranked defense. Malone's been able to to uh, keep them as like a, a league average or even slightly above average defense most of the time he's been there. So uh, got them around average this season as well on that end. But I'm, I'm really high on Denver. I also think they'll they'll outplay their point differential because in the clutch, I trust Jamal Murray and Nikola, Nikola Jokic in that two-man game to, uh, to make plays. The Detroit Pistons, their offseason was quite a mess. They're going to be starting a rookie point guard in Killian Hayes, who I, I really like. I love his potential, but rookie point guards are typically awful. Um, they, uh, their, their center position is, is really weak. I've got them as the 28th offense and the 26th defense, one of the worst teams in the NBA. The Golden State Warriors, you know, this is a team that it's really going to rely, they rely so heavily on Steph and Draymond to, to be healthy and playing games. And, of course, Draymond already out missing the start of the season. Um, but uh, I have them as the 18th ranked offense in no, in no small part because when Steph is off the floor, I think they'll be one of the worst offenses in the NBA. And also if Steph misses games, they'll be an atrocious, atrocious offensive team. But, um, you know, to have them even at 18th is really just because I'm incredibly high uh, on on Steph Curry, but the offensive talent on this on this group is is low. I've got the Warriors as the 13th ranked defense. They certainly didn't look like the 13th ranked defense without Draymond Green, but if he comes back, you know, I think, and, and if he's in shape and, and committed to playing hard, he's a top 10 defensive player in the league. And, and they don't have any. They don't have too many just like really horrendous defensive players on that roster. Um, but yeah, I have Golden State as a borderline playoff team. I expect them to get in the play-in. We'll see if uh, if they actually get into the uh, the top eight in the West. Come playoff time, as we're back from commercial break, start of the fourth quarter. Boston 101, Milwaukee 84. As we're getting a look at Brad Stevens here, he's got the Celtics-themed mask on. As Giannis with the basketball on the left wing gets a screen from Forbes, he'll drive right into the paint, scoop shot with the right hand, gets all the way to the rim and lays it in. Such long strides from Giannis. Milwaukee now cuts the lead to 15 with the opening basket of the fourth. Boston going from right to left in the final period. Here's Tatum with the ball in the right corner, drives left, gets into the paint, and puts up a floater from seven feet and hits. Really difficult shot, moving left. Here's Giannis. He'll pull from three from the left wing and hit. So Giannis Antetokounmpo makes it a 14-point game. So the Bucks with back-to-back -back buckets on their first two offensive possessions to start the final period. Here's Teague with the basketball for Boston. Gets switched onto by Middleton up top to Tatum. Tatum guarded by DiVincenzo. Beautiful spin over the left shoulder. Gets into the paint. Can't finish, but Robert Williams is there to tip it back up and in. I really like Time Lord Robert Williams. He is uh, 
quite the uh, athlete and a guy that is getting better and better with more experience. That time, Williams comes over and contests the layup by DiVincenzo, forces the miss. Here comes Boston back down, and Teague draws the foul on Lopez. And so he was able to get his body in front, and Lopez just uh, kind of mauled him there. Looks like Lopez and, and Bu Coach uh, Budenholzer are not happy with the call, but it seemed rather obvious to me. As Ojale checks out and Grant Williams and Pritchard are into the ball game. Here's Pritchard with the ball on the right corner. He gets a screen from Grant Williams. Now we'll dribble it back out. Ten on the shot clock, isolating against Forbes. Pritchard spins into the paint. Shot fake. Another shot fake, then fades away over the left shoulder. No good. Rebound Middleton. Middleton dribbles to the top of the key. Finds Forbes left corner wide open off the heel. DiVincenzo with a nice tap to give the Bucks a second possession. Here's Giannis now with it on the right wing. Giannis gets doubled at the three-point line, but he splits the, the double team with a beautiful crossover and then finds DiVincenzo under the rim for the layup off the glass. Beautiful play from Giannis there. Not sure why Boston's double teaming Giannis that far away from the rim. Here's Tatum with the basketball, and Robert Williams is going to be called for an illegal screen. And the ball will go back to Milwaukee. That was Robert Williams with that uh, defensive decision. Not sure if that was something uh, Brad Stevens called or if that was an improv from Williams, but I think it was. Uh, if it was improv, it was certainly a mistake. So Milwaukee down 14. We've got a foul off the ball, it appears. As for the Bucks, it's Lopez, Giannis, DiVincenzo, Forbes, and Middleton on the floor. Looks like potentially Thompson with the foul there for Boston off the ball. 18 on the shot clock for Milwaukee. 9.53 on the fourth quarter game clock. It's Tatum, Teague, Pritchard, Thompson, and Grant Williams for the Celtics. Here's Middleton at the top. Switched on to by Thompson. He'll take a top of the key three and drill it. Chris Middleton cuts the Celtics' lead down to 11. Middleton now with 20 points, 13 rebounds, still sitting on those six assists. Here's Teague with the basketball, drives left of the lane, puts up the shot, no. Fight for the rebound, Thompson gets it. Lopez with a great contest, and it forces the miss. And then we've got a foul, I believe, on Grant Williams trying for the offensive rebound. The, the Bucks there looked like a bunch of bowling pins as Williams knocked down two or three Bucks players. That is something that Thompson will add, though, is he is a terrific offensive rebounder. Something the Bucks, or I mean the, the Celtics, uh, could could certainly benefit from. Here's Middleton with the basketball for Milwaukee, guarded by Smart, dribbling left of the paint, spins, kicks it out. Giannis, ten on the shot clock. Giannis guarded by Thompson. He'll fire another three off the back of the rim. Lopez tips it out, picked up by DiVincenzo up top. Middleton top of the key three, same spot, and he hits again. Chris Middleton with back-to-back -back triples. And the lead is down to 8. 8.55 to go in the fourth. Boston 105, Milwaukee 97. Here's Tatum with the ball, top of the key, gets a screen from Thompson. Dribbles to the right of the lane, gets all the way to the rim. Lopez with a great contest, but uh, he forced the miss, but the ball went off of Lopez, and he had a foot out of bounds, so it'll remain with Boston. I don't know if that uh, ball hit the rim, though, on that layup attempt, so it might be the low shot clock. Yes, it's 8 on the shot clock. 
for the Celtics when they inbound it. We've got a timeout with 8.44 to go in the ballgame. Milwaukee trailing it 105-97. So back to uh, some of my uh, offensive and defensive rating predictions. The Houston Rockets, this one is just so tough, and of course they will not be playing tonight and maybe for a little bit with uh, some some COVID absences. Uh, but uh, they're so hard to predict, and this is mostly predicting that either James Harden's going to be traded at some point or he's going to be uh, significantly worse in terms of his effort level. But as of now, I've got them as the 13th-ranked offense and the 24th defense. I'd probably have them as a top-10 offense if I knew Harden was playing and playing hard. Uh, but uh, they're the one that just it's it's too hard to really tell at this point. But certainly, they're not off to a great start, and and Harden is doing really everything he can to uh, try to alienate the organization and, and force his way out of town. The Indiana Pacers, uh, I've uh, got them projected as the 19th offense and the 8th-ranked defense. Uh, I, I might have to boost up their offense just a little bit uh, because initially I, I projected them to be 19th when I thought that T.J. Warren was going to miss some time at the start of the year, but apparently he's recovered and, and it's going to be playing for them to start the season. So they might be more in the, you know, what I had Houston, more in the 13 range offensively if everything goes right. You know, they've got Nate Bjorkren now who might be, uh, you know, who might create a more creative offense. But, uh, you know, their offensive talent isn't terrific. So 19th, uh, you know, is... Um, you know, probably on the low end of, of what to expect, but uh, I don't think uh, them finishing 10th. I think if they did finish 10th, I would be pretty surprised by that. Uh, I've got them as a top 10 defense. They've got a ton of defensive talent. Uh, they're they're a disciplined team. They don't have too many poor defenders out there. So uh, I, I see the Pacers being, you know, probably around the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference. The Clippers I have as the fourth-ranked offense. They were, uh, I believe, the uh, second-ranked offense last year. Um, you know, they, they certainly looked pretty good last night, but they do rely very much on the three-point shot falling. And if it doesn't, uh, you know, they don't have that Montrez Harrell-type player that, that gets them a bunch of buckets in the paint, gets them consistently to the free throw line. So I think they'll take a small step back, but still an excellent shooting team. And, and Kawhi and Paul George obviously are excellent offensive players. Uh, as far as the defensive end, I've got them finishing seventh, which uh, is two spots lower than they finished last year. I, I just think uh, this is more me thinking that Ty Lu is not as good of a defensive coach as Doc Rivers. Uh, I think that the downgrade from Shamit to Kennard is uh, – is uh, noticeable on the defensive end, so, so that's something to keep in mind as well. So we're back from commercial break as they're showing the highlight of Giannis, that beautiful crossover, and then the left-handed no-look pass to DiVincenzo under the basket. Beautiful play as Boston with a basketball coming out of the timeout. Eight on the shot clock. Brown drives in, has his shot blocked by Lopez, and we've got, uh, it looks like it's going to be Thompson with the offensive rebound and put back plus the foul. Another situation where I think the Bucks had good initial defense, but it was just unfortunate that uh, the ball fell the way of the Celtics. It looks like it might be Middleton that pushed Thompson on the putback attempt. So Thompson with one free throw to try to extend the Celtics' lead to 11. 
837 to go in the fourth. Free throw is up and no good, but we've got a lane violation. It looked like both Giannis and uh, Brown went in early, and they're going to call it a jump ball. I have never seen this before. As it's Lopez Thompson will jump it, and uh, the ball will be won by the Bucks. So Giannis has it on the right wing. He'll drive against Thompson. Gets all the way to the rim, lays it up and in, plus the foul. Giannis with a beautiful right-hand drive, got almost along the baseline, was able to beat Thompson getting to the side of him, and then used that length under the backboard to, to uh, finish that shot right at the rim with a little scoop with the right hand. Beautiful play. So Giannis with one more at the line to trim the lead to seven. And he does. Boston 107, Milwaukee 100. Giannis now with 25 points and nine rebounds on the evening. Here's Teague. He'll walk it up into the front court. Hands it to Thompson. Thompson, handoff play with Brown. Now we'll set a screen. Brown pulls up from the left elbow and drills it. Jalen Brown has been on the ball more this game and has looked pretty effective especially with that handoff game with Thompson. Here's Middleton with the basketball. Gets a screen from Giannis. Middleton, beautiful pocket pass. Giannis able to gather it and finish with the left hand. Initially looked like he bobbled it, but was able to pick it back up and, and get the layup to go. Middleton, that's, I believe, his seventh assist on the night. Here's Teague with the basketball right wing, left side to Smart. Smart awaiting a screen from Thompson, gets it. Gets to the free throw line. Maintains his dribble, but Holiday came in and poked it away. He'll cross over on Smart. He finds Giannis in transition. Giannis tries to just go through Grant Williams, and he'll be called for another offensive foul. That's just one where Giannis, with no confidence in his jumper, just forcing the issue and uh, getting called for his third offensive foul of the night. And uh, Williams able to get his chest in there and take the hit. Fourth personal overall for the Greek Freak. Connaughton checking, checking in for DiVincenzo for Milwaukee. As Grant Williams will inbound it to Teague. Teague gets a double staggered screen at the top, throws it left side to Brown. Brown gets Middleton behind him, a beautiful pass inside to Thompson. Thompson back to Brown, right wing Teague, fakes the three, drives left, gets into the paint. Floater can't get it to go. The ball is tapped out by Giannis, picked up by Middleton. Middleton. Kicks it up top to Holiday, finding Giannis on the left side, posting up against Smart. Giannis will back down. Fade away along the baseline over his right shoulder and hits. Giannis Antetokounmpo cuts the Celtics lead to five. 6.53 to go in the ballgame. Here's Teague with the basketball for Boston. Dribbling with his left hand at the top, guarded by Connaughton, finds Thompson right elbow extended. Thompson will isolate against Lopez, will drive left. Puts his shoulder into him. Turns over the left shoulder. Puts up a right-hand jump hook. That one's short. Rebound Giannis. Here comes Milwaukee. Giannis on the left wing. He'll pull up for three and nail it. Giannis Antetokounmpo 
has cut the lead to two. Milwaukee on a terrific run. 6.28 to go in the fourth. Boston 109, Milwaukee 107. Really fun game tonight. Glad you can uh, you can join me here on League Pass Radio on my podcast, Duncan Dynasty. Again, we do uh, episodes every Wednesday. Me and my co-host, Corbin Ford, I'll also have various guests uh, that have been a part of the Sports Business Classroom Program. So uh, people that really know their stuff. Uh, I've got connections with uh, just about with people that that are fans and knowledgeable on just about every team in the NBA. So uh, I'm I, I'm planning in the next few weeks to have somebody come on to talk Portland, uh, another guy to talk uh, Atlanta Hawks, a couple of teams that I'm certainly excited to watch in the early going. Uh, but uh, yeah, follow uh, follow me at. Uh, at Garrett Bouguet on Twitter, and again, if you want to send me any questions, I can answer it live on the air here. Feel free to do so. You can also follow my co-host Corbin Ford at Corbin Ford NBA. But uh, getting back to the offensive and defensive ratings, I said the Clippers uh, fourth in offense, seventh in defense. Moving on to the Los Angeles Lakers. I have them being just about the same level regular season team as they were last year from from an offensive defensive standpoint. They still have some some limitations offensively. Uh, I'm I'm picking them to be 11th on the offensive end. You know, Gasol is a terrific defensive player, but I think he's become even with his passing and and capable three point shooting. I think he's become a below average offensive center at this point with his. Uh, you know, unwillingness to shoot the three and also his inability to score from two at this stage. Uh, but uh, I still think they're going to be an, uh, an elite, elite defense, and Gasol is going to be a part of that third on defense. I do think Schroeder and Harrell is going to help their regular season offense, um, you know, a little bit. But I, I think even though I have them staying about the same level, I think even just staying put in this upcoming season, I think is actually going to mean improvement because the, the NBA as a whole on the offensive end is going to be very strong this season. Uh, next, I've got the Memphis Grizzlies. They're similar to the Lakers, I think they're going to be a much stronger defensive team than an offensive unit uh, with, with Jaron Jackson Jr. out for who knows how long. I think the offense is really going to struggle. I've got them as the 27th ranked offense but uh, I really like what they've done uh, building a culture there. Uh, Taylor, Jan- uh, um, yeah, Taylor Jenkins uh, does uh, does a really good job of getting that team to play hard night in, night out. Uh, they've got the uh, I project them to have the tenth ranked defense this season. Um, moving on to the Miami Heat, this is a team that uh, of course made the NBA Finals. A team that I that I really like. And uh, I think they're going to be terrific on both ends of the floor. I think they're going to be slightly improved defensively. Um, you know, with Avery Bradley in town, I think uh, Maurice Harkless is a solid defensive addition. Bam Adebayo improving as we're back from commercial here. Boston with the basketball out of the timeout. Here's Brown with the ball. Left elbow gets to the paint. Fade away from 13 and hits. Jalen Brown puts the Celtics up 111-107. He's been really good on that action on the left side of the floor going to his right hand. Middleton takes a deep three from the top of the key. No good. Rebound at Daniel Tice. Tice gets it to Jalen Brown. Brown left side to Tatum. Tatum gets a screen from Tice going right. Guarded by Giannis. Now dribbling with his left hand. 
14 on the shot clock. Dribbles over to left wing. Sidestep left for three. That one's off the side of the rim. Rebound Connaughton. Connaughton gets it to Middleton. Middleton over to Connaughton. Right wing Holiday. Fakes the three. Drives. Beautiful behind the back dribble. Gets all the way to the bucket and draws the foul on Jalen Brett. You don't see enough players. Uh, I think more players should utilize the behind-the-back move as a way to change directions uh, and uh, you know keep your defender off balance. For one, going behind the back isn't as risky in terms of the defender being able to poke the ball away uh, as uh, as Holiday gets the first free throw to go. But also, I think you can sort of disguise it better as well in terms of uh, sort of surprise defenders more with that as he hits both. Boston 111, Milwaukee 109, 540 to go in this final period. Here's Smart, walks it over the timeline into the front court, right wing to Ojale, up top to Tice. Tice, fake handoff to Brown, now hands it off to Tatum, throws it right wing, Brown fakes the three, pulls up from the right elbow and hits again. Jalen Brown has been automatic from the mid-range in this one, and the Celtics lead back up to four. Here's Connaughton, right wing, handoff Middleton. Middleton gets a screen from Giannis, dribbling left. Throws it into the corner to Holiday. Holiday finding Giannis on the block. Guarded by Brown. Giannis backing him under the hoop. Puts it up. No, but he draws the foul. Another situation there where Giannis, you know, you, you want to see him continue to work on that post game. He has the, the fadeaway along the baseline that we saw him utilize earlier against Smart. Uh, but, you know, he's not a good shooter, so you don't want to see him going to that too often. And, and that time, he just kind of bullied his way, drew the foul. As Here's Milwaukee. Holiday coming off a screen, dribbles right of the lane, finds Middleton in the short corner on the right side, and hits. Middleton now up to 25 points. So Boston's lead back down to two here. Smart left wing to Brown. Brown behind the back, now switched on to by Connaughton, pulls up right elbow, that one's long. Finally, Brown missed one of those shots. Here is Middleton with the basketball left side, guarded by Tatum. Middleton gets a screen from Lopez, driving left of lane, gets under the rim, finds Drew Holiday, right corner three, doesn't get the roll, but Lopez is right there for the putback. That three rattled in and out a couple of times, but Lopez right there to give him two at least. And we are knotted up at 113 with 4.15 to go in the fourth. Here's Smart with the basketball left side to Ojale. Right wing Tice. He's wide open. Off the heel. No good. Rebound. Holiday. He'll fire it left side to Middleton. Hands it off to Giannis. Giannis will back down. Ojale will fake drive baseline. Kicks it right corner. Connaughton three. Off the rim. No good. Rebound Ojale. He'll kick it to Smart. Smart crosses over. Gets the line. Kicks it out. Tatum. Double team momentarily. He'll drive left, finds Brown. He's wide open, left wing three off the front of the rim, and no good. Hauled in by Giannis. Middleton will dribble it down, and the Bucks will use their timeout here. It's a use it or lose it timeout under three minutes, and there's 3.36 left. And both teams appeared pretty gassed there. So Bud calling the timeout, and, and the Bucks will draw up a play. But I was mentioning Miami as... Uh, as a team that I think could improve. I mean, they, they had such a terrific run in the postseason. They've got young talent there that I think will get better in, in Tyler Hero, especially for the regular season performance. Bam Adebayo should improve. Uh, Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn. Uh, they've, they've got a lot of, uh, of young pieces there. A deep team as well. So I've got them finishing as the eighth offense and the fifth defense this time around. 
so pretty much where they were offensively, but a slight improvement on the defensive end. For Milwaukee, uh, I've got them as the fifth-ranked offense this season. I have them as the first-ranked uh, defense as well as my projection. I, I, I might be a little bit too high on them. They, of course, were... They, they basically lapped the league on the defensive end last year. They were so far out in front as the number one team. I certainly don't think that'll be the case this year. I think, if anything, they'll be pretty close to number two if they do end up being number one. But uh, I still think they're going to be a top five unit on uh, on both ends of the floor. We're back from, from timeout, and uh, the Celtics had a, a moment of silence for Tommy Heinsohn, who passed away. I believe about a month ago now, legendary player and broadcaster for for the or, the, the Celtics organization. As out of the timeout, Milwaukee going from left to right. Holiday throws the ball on the right block to Giannis. He'll turn around over the right shoulder and get the friendly bounce. So Milwaukee has taken a two-point lead here with 3.20 to go in the fourth. For the Celtics, it's Smart, Smart Tice, Tatum, Ojale, and Brown. Tatum with the basketball, hands it off to Smart. Smart finds Tice at the top. Milwaukee daring him to shoot. Tice hands it off to Ojale. Now a handoff to Tatum. Tatum gets a screen from Ojale. Driving left. Hesitation. Beautiful defense from Giannis, but Tatum fades away over uh, along the left baseline and hits. Beautiful shot. Tough, difficult shot there from Tatum. Here's Lopez. Hands it off to Giannis. Giannis guarded by Tice. Dared to shoot. He does, and he airballs it. And DiVincenzo tried to save it, but his foot was on the baseline. So it's Giannis, Middleton, Lopez, DiVincenzo, and Holiday on the floor for Milwaukee here down the stretch. Poor decision there from Giannis. Uh, just because the defense was giving it to him doesn't mean he had to take it. As Boston with the basketball, 2.35 to go. We're all knotted up at 1.15. Smart, guarded by Holiday, gets a screen from Brown. He loses the basketball. Holiday goes for it. Brown also, and it's going to be off of Holiday, but seven on the shot clock. Again, Holiday has been pestering Smart and has forced a couple of those situations where Smart just kind of lost the basketball. So Boston's going to have to hurry here. You thought one of those guys, either Brown or Holiday, was going to dive on the ball, on the floor for that. Here's Tatum as the shot clock winding down. Step back three on the left side. No good. Rebound, DiVincenzo. He'll get it to Giannis. Giannis at the Celtics logo. 2.10 to go in this ballgame. Giannis is, uh, was awaiting a screen from Middleton, and uh, Tatum just pushed Middleton from behind as he went up to set the screen and is called for the foul. And not a smart play by Tatum because uh, I believe that puts Milwaukee in the bonus. Middleton, of course, an excellent free throw shooter. Last season, Middleton shot 91.6% from the line. First one is up and in. Connaughton checks in for Brooke Lopez for this defensive possession, I'm assuming, so Milwaukee can can switch any action here. Middleton's second is good as well. Milwaukee 117, Boston 115, 205 to go in this fourth quarter. Teague with the basketball for the Celtics, guarded by Connaughton. 
at the Boston logo. Teague throws it right wing to Brown. Brown guarded by Holiday gets a screen from Tice. Brown, beautiful hesitation around. Giannis gets all the way to the rim and lays it up and in. Jalen Brown has had a fantastic night. Brown up to 33. Here's Giannis with the basketball. Gets a screen from Connaughton. Going left. Spins around. Tice puts it up and lays it up short. Rebound Tatum. He'll push it for Boston. Four on five. Here's Tatum. Left wing guarded by Connaughton. Tatum dribbling into the corner. Will back Connaughton down. Ten on the shot clock. Will turn over the left shoulder. Fade away. Nothing but net. Jason Tatum with a clutch bucket. The Celtics lead it 119-117. 120 to go in the ballgame. Here's Giannis, hands it off Middleton. Thought about the three. Switched on to by Smart. Middleton throws it left wing to Holiday. Holiday, beautiful step back move on. Tyson drills the triple. What a shot from Drew Holiday. And the Bucs lead it 120 to 119. Drew Holiday now with 25. Here's Teague with a basketball for Boston. Up top to Tatum. Tatum drives left. Gets all the way to the rim. Beautiful contest from Giannis. Forces the miss. He kicks it up to DiVincenzo who drives in. Has the ball poked off his leg by Jeff Teague. And it'll be out of bounds back to the Celtics. Great play by Giannis to set up the opportunity. But Teague, the veteran, getting his hands on the basketball as DiVincenzo tried to go up to the rim. And the Celtics get it back, trailing 121-19, 52.2 seconds to go in the fourth as we've got a timeout. What a terrific basketball game we've had here tonight. Terrific performances from the Stars. Tatum now up to 27 points. I already mentioned Jalen Brown with 33. And for Milwaukee, Giannis with 34 points and 13 rebounds. Middleton, 27 points, 14 rebounds and 7 assists. And Drew Holiday up to 25 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, a couple of steals. And that really clutch step back between the legs jumper over Tice. So moving on to the next team on my uh, predicted offensive and defensive rankings list, I've got Minnesota, uh, the 20th ranked offense and the 29th ranked defense. Them getting rid of Rondé Hollis Jefferson was really confusing. I thought he would be a great defensive fit around Carl Anthony Towns. You know, Towns allows you the ability to play a, a, a four that can't shoot. And uh, it looks like we might have a... Um, the, the referees, as we're back from commercial, we might have, a, they're looking at uh, who this was off of. It appears it was off of DiVincenzo. Yeah, it even hits his, uh, it, it grazes his leg and then hits his knee going out. But uh, Minnesota has a lot of offensive talent, but they're playing Anthony Edwards this year. They're going to play him a lot of minutes. I don't think he's going to be effective as an offensive player, at least in year one. And I'm not really high on him in general. Uh, and, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns seems like a good fit, but you do want, you do worry a little bit that Russell is going to take shots away from Towns too often. Towns obviously is, is one of the best offensive players in basketball. Next up, I've got the New Orleans Pelicans. This is a team that I'm a little, I'm a little confused on what they're going to be. Uh, they, they've got a wide range, I think on both ends of the floor, but, uh, 
you know, I'm higher on them defensively in large part because I'm higher on Stan Van Gundy as a guy that can improve a team's defense just with uh, them getting back, not prioritizing offensive rebounds. You know, he always has his teams play hard. They play disciplined. Uh, I think the the Pelicans have always had decent defensive talent. You know, guys like Lonzo, Hart, Ingram. Uh, you know, they've got Stephen Adams there now, but they've got they've got uh, great defensive talent. Eric Bledsoe. So, I think the Pelicans. Uh, I've got them as the 11th ranked defense offensively. I'm I'm a little concerned about the spacing, and I'm also concerned that uh, they're not going to play as fast as uh, as uh, they should. Because another thing, another stylistic thing with Van Gundy teams is they're they're a little bit slower. As we're back from commercial, Smart inbounding it on the near sideline, gets it into Tatum. Tatum gets a screen from Tice going right. Gets to the line, to the lane, kicks it out. Tice wide open, top of the key three, off the heel. Rebound, Lopez. So Milwaukee with it, up one. They can extend it to three or four uh, with a bucket. 32 on the game clock, 12 on the shot clock. Middleton with the basketball, guarded by Brown, gets a screen from Lopez, pulls up from 18, no good. Rebound Tatum. The shot clock is turned off. Tatum kicks it up to Smart. Smart on the right wing, guarded by Middleton. Smart calling for a screen. Smart gets it, drives left of the line. The lane kicks it out. Teague, left wing to Brown, finds Tatum right side, and we've got a, I believe, a foul off the ball, a blocking foul on Giannis, which is his fifth. Coach Budenholzer can't believe the call. (laughs) But Boston really didn't seem to be in much of a hurry there. They are down one, and you'd think, uh, you know, without, and Boston is out of timeouts as well, so you'd think they'd want to get a quick shot off here in the event that, uh, they missed. They could foul. They could play the foul game and get give themselves some more opportunities. Smart even looked like he had an opportunity to rise and fire from three on the right wing, but uh, opted to call for Tice to set a screen and, and run a traditional possession. Milwaukee still has two timeouts. Neither team has a foul to give. But yeah, going back to New Orleans, I think you know Van Gundy is a guy that. Uh, you know, his teams typically haven't played that fast, and and this the this roster should play fast. Now the the preseason they they did seemingly play faster than I would have anticipated, so that could be a positive sign. And Zion might just be so good he could take the the leap that somebody like Luca did last year and, and vault himself into the top ten players in the NBA discussion. And if that happens, they could be a lot higher than what I have them at twenty first, but. Uh, they're, they're certainly an interesting team, and I think they'll be in the play-in contention for in the West. As Smart inbounding it for Boston, gets it into Tatum. Tatum with eight on the game clock, dribbling to his left, switched on to by Giannis. Tatum will take his left-handed sidestep three, banks it in with .4 left on the clock. Jason Tatum with the likely game winner. I'm not sure he called it, but it doesn't matter. The Celtics have a two-point lead. As soon as Giannis switched on to him, you really felt like Tatum didn't really have too much of a recourse other than that step-back jumper. Giannis such a talented defensive player, and he certainly contested it well. And the, with the game clock running down, too, it uh, 
was a situation where he didn't have as much of an opportunity to drive and make a play. You wonder if Giannis could could have uh, gotten a little bit closer prior to the step back, but it was pretty good defense and, and frankly, maybe a bit of a lucky shot. But Milwaukee has a timeout. Point four is enough time to catch and shoot, so they'll have an opportunity here. But what a terrific conclusion to this ball game! Tatum potentially breaking the hearts of uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. You could see, you know, with them down two, you could see the Bucks try to go for a tip play where you set a back screen and have a guy go to the rim and, and try to try to tip it in. I also, you know, you don't see a lot of teams do this in this situation, but I, I honestly like having guys start in the backcourt and run towards the hoop so they can catch it with momentum towards the basket instead of running away from the hoop and then you know, having to turn around and shoot also takes a little longer as well. So it's Giannis, Middleton, Lopez, Holiday, and DiVincenzo out there for the Bucks. Giannis will inbound it. It's Tatum, Smart, Thompson, Brown, and Teague defending for the Celtics. Giannis will throw it in, try to find somebody, and they're going to call another timeout. Couldn't get anybody open. Drew Holiday flashed open late, but uh, I think they'd already called timeout by that, by that point. Tatum was guarding the inbounder Giannis initially, but then kind of backed out and uh, helped his teammates there, which is probably the right thing to do. Giannis, just with a look of uh, disappointment on his face. Brooke Lopez is a decent option here, given his size. He can get his shot off. Uh, on that play, it looked like they tried to have Lopez seal Thompson underneath the rim to potentially throw it up to him. But he's a three-point option as well. You know, he's not a great three-point shooter, but at his height, uh, he's, uh, you know, a guy that you can throw it to and it'd be hard to block his shot. Giannis whispering something to to Holiday. It'll be interesting if, uh, if Giannis is still the inbounder after this timeout call. Looks like maybe not. Looks like Holiday might be the uh, the inbound passer. So now Milwaukee has a couple of threats in Giannis and Lopez to to complete a potential lob. Or, you know, just to get a, a three-point shot off as well. So here we go. This is it. Milwaukee has to inbound it. They've got no more timeouts. Holiday on the far sideline. He gets the ball. Looking for his teammates. Looking for Middleton. Throwing it up for Giannis. He tries to tip it in. And we've got a foul. We've got a foul on Tristan Thompson on the lob. And the Bucks are in the bonus. Thompson can't believe it. Brad Stevens and the Celtics also do not have a... Hey, uh, a timeout to challenge this either. But boy, oh boy, this is going to put Giannis's free throw shooting to the test. As he nearly was able to tip that in. 
Man, I don't see a lot there from Thompson. It looks like both guys have their hands on each other to a certain extent. It might have happened earlier. Thompson does put his right forearm seemingly into Giannis, but you got to wonder if that is uh, was worthy of a whistle. And the refs are also apparently, they I believe they're looking to see if... Uh, if this is a goaltend of some sort, I'm not sure what they're looking at, but they called the foul, so they can't go to the replay and change the call. <laughs> they might be looking at how much time is left. It was .4 heading into that possession for Milwaukee, and it looks like... Uh, you know, and the foul could have happened even while the ball was in the air. And in that case, uh, it still appears to be .4. So that gives the Bucks the opportunity, too, that if, if uh, Giannis makes the first, they could potentially still tip in the second for the win. First free throw for Giannis is up and in. That was a confident-looking shot. So one more for the Greek freak to try to tie up this ball game. And again, the Celtics do not have a timeout, so they can't advance this. The second one is up. It's short! And it's tipped out, and the Celtics will win it. One of Giannis's biggest weaknesses is free throw shooting. Comes back, comes back to bite him in the worst possible situation. And the Bucs lose it by one. And Jason Tatum with the game winner. The step back, the sidestep to his left three over the reigning defensive player of the year. And the Celtics get the opening night win. What a fantastic ball game that was. Well, we got a little time. I might as well uh, go through the rest of my list here of offensive and defensive ratings. I'll, uh, I'll mention some scores from around the league, and then we'll sign off here. But uh, we were last on New Orleans. I think they could be a little. They could be anywhere on both ends. I think they've got the, the widest range of any team in the league, really, outside of Golden State. Uh, you know, because they have a lot riding on Steph and Draymond staying healthy. But uh, moving past New Orleans, we've got the New York Knicks. I think they're going to be pretty terrible on the offensive end. They, they still really struggle for spacing. They don't have that elite creator. So I have them as the 29th offense. Uh, I see them as a pretty similar level defense as what they were last year, around 22. The Oklahoma City Thunder I have projected as the 30th ranked offense. They certainly have more talent than that, but uh, they're, they're trying to lose. They're desperately trying to lose, so I don't think they're going to be good offensively. Uh, they, they've got enough defense, especially with Al Horford, that uh, I don't think they're going to be at the very bottom on defense, but still bad. They'll be 20. I project them to be 23rd, but they're going to be, uh, I think, the worst team in basketball this season from a record standpoint because they're trying to be. And Sam Presti is committed to this rebuild, and I think rightfully so. The Orlando Magic, I've got them as the 25th ranked offense. I, I still just think they're 
they, they simply don't have enough offensive talent. I think Vucevic is starting to age maybe a little bit. He might show some regression. On the off or on the defensive end, they've been a top ten unit in the past, but I have them just outside of that at twelfth. I think the, the them missing uh, Jonathan Isaac is going to be big, and he is one of their better defensive talents. Philadelphia, they're another team that that uh, you know I, I'm pretty high on. I think they're going to finish uh, close to top ten on both ends of the floor, and you know if you're doing that, you uh, you could potentially be a defend uh, a contender. But I've got them as the 12th-ranked offense and the 9th-ranked defense. Um, you know, I think you know a lot of people are predicting them to make the finals or be the two-seed in the East. I think that's a little too optimistic just, like, based on the talent. Uh, I don't think they have as much talent as a lot of these other teams in the, uh, in the Eastern Conference. But uh, certainly, you know, Embiid and Simmons is a, is a pretty good one-two punch. Phoenix, I'm, I'm pretty high on. I have them as the seventh seed in the West. I've also got them as the seventh ranked offense. I think they've got they've got so much shooting, and they've got two really good creators in Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Uh, DeAndre Ayton is an excellent offensive center and is only going to get better. So I've got them as a top ten offense at number seven. Defense, I think they'll be uh, pretty similar, but uh, pretty average on that end of the floor. Aiton, you know, if he takes another big leap, they, they could get even higher than this, but I have them around 16th on the defensive end. The Portland Trailblazers, they're an interesting one. I, I think offensively they're going to be absolutely fantastic. They were third last year. I think when you when you factor in that they've got Yusuf Nurkic this season and Enos Cantor, the, the offensive production from the center position, when you compare that to the likes of uh, of Hassan Whiteside is just going to be so drastically improved. Uh, you've got a full season of J- Gary Trent Jr. as likely a high 30s, even 40% three-point shooter. Uh, Robert Covington is a is a decent spot-up guy as well. Uh, you know, when you've got Damian Lillard and, and C.J. McCollum as creators, you've always got pretty good uh, offensive production. So, I'm very high on Portland's offense. I think they're going to finish first in the NBA offensively. Um, the the defensive side of the ball, I, I'm pretty high on them as well, although the, the preseason hasn't been uh, looking too great, and, and Stotts apparently has been experimenting with some, some different defensive schemes, which could hurt them in the regular season uh, with the, the goal of benefiting them come postseason time to be a little bit more versatile. But uh, I think they can get to about 15th on the defensive end. Just the additions of Robert Covington and, and Derek Jones Jr., uh, those two uh, additions are huge for their uh, defensive talent level. Sacramento, I've got them as kind of a below-average team on both sides of the ball. Bogdanovich, that loss is going to hurt them offensively. Uh, they're, I project them to be the 23rd offense and the 20th defense. Um, you know they're going to be a frisky team. They could they could be better if you get a more healthy season from De'Aaron Fox. You get a you get a rejuvenated year from Buddy Heald. You get the Heald from a couple of years ago. That could help their offense a bit. But uh, you know I still see them kind of on the outside looking in as far as the playoff per, uh, is concerned. The San Antonio Spurs they they finished ninth in the NBA in offense last year. I have them dropping back a little bit to fifteenth. And uh, I, I, I see them improving defensively. I think they've got enough defensive talent that, uh, you know, they shouldn't. They, they've been in the 20s the last couple of years. I have them getting a little bit above that to 18th. 
this time around. The Toronto Raptors I have uh, is pretty similar to what they were last year. They were, I believe, the 16th offense and the second defense. This year I have them as the 17th offense and the fourth defense. I think losing Gasol and Ibaka is going to hurt them a bit on the defensive end. Not much, though. They still have a ton of, you know, in Lowry, Van Fleet, Siakam, and Ananobi. They've got so much defensive talent. They're still going to be an elite team on that end. Offensively, you know, I think going from Gasol to Baines is actually maybe a slight upgrade on the offensive end. Baines is a more willing shooter. He's not as atrocious scoring inside as Gasol has been. And even though he doesn't have the passing, uh, you know, the Raptors have enough passing on the rest of the roster to, you know, not miss that terribly. But I think they're going to be a, be a similar team. Pretty, pretty strong group that uh, will be fighting for home court advantage in the East. The Utah Jazz, I have uh, another team. <coughs> excuse me. Another team I'm super high on. Team that I think is going to be a competitor in the Western Conference. Could be a conference finalist if things go right. I've got them as the 10th ranked offense. They were the uh, 9th ranked offense, or right around here, 9th or 10th last year. Uh, I see them being pretty similar to that. And I actually see them going up from the uh, 11th ranked defense up to the 6th ranked defense in large part due to favors being brought in to uh, you know be better defensively with those second units and also they could play favors and Gobert together at times and just be uh, back to that like number one level of defensive team. So uh, I've got them as a top 10 team on both ends of the floor and close to a top five team on defense. So I'm very high on Utah. And then finally the Washington Wizards. I might be a little bit too low on them as an offensive unit. They were, prior to the bubble, they were a top five group. Um, so, you know, certainly I could see them being a, a top ten team on the offensive end again, but uh, I'm a little worried. Uh, you know, Westbrook apparently is uh, seemingly having a pretty good night tonight, but uh, I'm a little worried that uh, he's gonna his inefficient shot selection and, and profile is, uh, is going to hurt their offense a bit. So I've got them as the 16th offense. And again, I think the NBA in general is just going to be an incredible uh, offensive league this season. Being the 16th offense, uh, I think, is is really good. Like, your your team's offense is going to be very sound. Uh, and, and the Wizards just have no defensive talent. They have minimal effort. The the coaching there, and Scott Brooks has, has not shown that he – has gotten them to, to commit to play hard or play any sort of a, a scheme that can accomplish anything on the defensive end. They're just a turnstile, so I have them as the 30th ranked team on the defensive end. So final stats for this game tonight. Giannis Antetokounmpo finishing with 35 points, leading the way for the Milwaukee Bucks, 13 of 26, 3 of 8 from the three-point line, 6 of 8 from the charity stripe, but one of those misses, of course, being the free throw that uh, ended the game, essentially, and uh, had the Bucks coming up one point short. Giannis also with the 13 rebounds, a couple of blocks. He did also have seven turnovers, and he was minus one in his 36 minutes. Middleton with 27 points, 14 rebounds, and eight assists, so just two assists short of the triple-double. He was 10 of 20 from the field, 3 of 8 from downtown, 4 of 4 from the line. 
Drew Holiday in his Milwaukee Bucks debut looked terrific. He had 25 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, a block, 10 of 16 from the field, 1 of 4 from downtown, that one being that beautiful between-the-legs step back over Tice, 4 of 4 from the free-throw line. And then uh, Brooke Lopez uh, with, uh, with 7 points, 3 of 4 from the field, 3 rebounds, a couple of blocks. Dante DiVincenzo started 5 for 5, but then finished the game 1 for 6 for an overall 6 of 11. 15 points for him, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, a couple of steals. And off the bench for the Bucks, they got 6 points from Connaughton, 3 apiece from Portis, and Forbes. The Bucks as a team shot 51.1% from the field, and 40%, 14 of 35 from 3, and 15 of 18 from the line. So really, I mean, from a from a shooting perspective, they uh, they did everything right despite coming up with a loss. They did have the 16 turnovers, which was a bit of a problem compared to Boston's six. So the Celtics got up 101 shot attempts to Milwaukee's 90, and that also was partly because the uh, the Celtics had uh, 10 offensive rebounds as well. The Bucks did have 11 of their own. But, uh, yeah, 11 additional shot attempts. I don't care how well you shoot. If you give up 11 additional shot attempts, it's going to be hard to win. Uh, the Boston Celtics leading the way for Boston. Jalen Brown with 33 points, 13 of 24 from the field, 3 of 8 from 3, 4 of 4 from the line, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, a couple of steals, and a block. Jason Tatum with 30 points, including the game winner, 12 of 28 from the field, 6 of 13 from 3, 7 rebounds, a couple assists, 2 steals, and a block. Off the bench, Jeff Teague produced 19 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists on 7 of 15, shooting 4 of 4 from the 3-point line. Marcus Smart with a uh, 3.7 assist stat line in 38 minutes, over 3 from the field. Tristan Thompson in his Celtics debut had 12 points and 8 rebounds, including 4 offensive rebounds. He played 22 minutes, and he was, I believe, questionable coming into the game. Aside from Teague off the bench, they had 5 from Ojale, 4 from Robert Williams, 3 from Grant Williams, and 3 from Peyton Pritchard. The Celtics also won the assist battle. 23-19, to 19, while the Bucks won the rebounding edge, 52-37. to 37. Finally, we'll, uh, we'll go through the scores from around the association, and then we'll wrap it up here on Duncan Dynasty. So, uh, this, these are finals. We've got the Sixers came back and defeated the Washington Wizards, 113-107. The Orlando Magic. Uh, this was a, a prediction by Charles Barkley, I believe. He predicted that the Magic would beat the Heat tonight. The Magic win 113-107. Identical scores in both uh, Wizards Sixers and Heat Magic. The Cleveland Cavaliers are off to a 1-0 start, defeating the Charlotte Hornets 121-114. The Indiana Pacers dispatched the New York Knicks 121-107. The New Orleans Pelicans came back from behind and defeated the Toronto Raptors 113-99. And these games are still in progress. The San Antonio Spurs 
with 125 left to go in the fourth, leading the Grizzlies 125 to 115, so likely San Antonio getting its first win of the season. The Atlanta Hawks eviscerating the Chicago Bulls 122 to 90 with 504 to go in the fourth. The Detroit Pistons leading the Minnesota Timberwolves 99 to 98 with 301 to go in the final period. At halftime, the Denver Nuggets lead the Sacramento Kings 60-53. The, the Utah Jazz and the Portland Trailblazers just getting underway. And then we've also got the Dallas Mavericks on the road in Phoenix taking on the Suns at 10-30. So that'll do it for this episode of Duncan Dynasty. I'm your host, Gary Bouguet. Thanks so much for joining me. That was a fantastic game. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Again, if uh, if you can, if you've got a moment, take, uh, take the time to uh, go on iTunes and give us a rating and review. It would be much appreciated. Uh, feel free to... Uh, to contact uh, Corbin at uh, my co-host Corbin Ford at Corbin NBA or myself at uh, at Garrett Bouguet. Uh, ask us any questions. If you want us to talk about any particular teams or subjects, uh, we'd be happy to, to take your requests. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be back next Wednesday with an all-new episode of Duncan Dynasty. And with that, thanks so much again for listening. Have a great rest of your evening and enjoy the next week of the opening week of the NBA season. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.